Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Hadouken! or the stone pudding or something, I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of the fig leaf. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really uh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all this stuff. There could be more to the case than meets the eye. Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Well grounded in the case file detective. I know. 
your powers combine. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. You seem to be well-grounded in the case about But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Always winterize your pants. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. Yo, what is up? Otaku Jump Podcast, episode 20. Be sure to like the video, subscribe, 
Uh, if you've missed our other episodes, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Anchor, iHeartRadio. Uh, we are also on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can check out those links in the description or just watch the playback on my channel with uh, episode 19. Hope you guys had a good Labor Day weekend. Uh, we, of course, we took a break during that time. So we are returning back this weekend. So I hope you guys had a good weekend so far. We got a lot to cover, so hopefully you come in early. And I, like I said, like the video. Uh, so we're here with my co-host. What's going on, Eisen? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, uh, can't wait to uh, get through all these articles and uh, talk about everything that's going on. Looks like we got a lot to cover today. As always, as we do, we do cover a lot of manga news, anime news, gaming news, and movie news. So um, usually most episodes, we're packed with, with stuff. So we usually like to start... Uh, as soon as possible. What's going on, uh, 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 Omega? What's going on? Yo, what's up? Ready for another uh, show? Let's let's do great. Let's have some uh, fun times. Let's nerd it out, and uh, let's just let's just rock. Okay. All right. So uh, we have a lot of polls to go over. Uh, so the first one was uh, live action anime movies. Uh, what was the uh, worst anime live-action movie? Yes, because there's a lot of them. Uh, so we had 55 votes total. The winning one was Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, no surprise there. I mean, because that shit was ass. Um, yeah, it was horrible. So I, I had to add to the list. And um, what was actually shocking, I saw like a recent trailer of that of that movie. It was downright fucked up. Uh, so also we had uh, Attack on Titan, which was thirteen percent. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, two percent. Uh, Netflix Death Note, fifteen percent. And no one actually voted for Ghost in a Shell, which I thought was interesting. Now, obviously, Dragon Ball Evolution was going to dominate that poll, um, but I did think Ghost in a Shell wasn't really that good either. These are all pretty pretty much bad uh, throughout uh, the whole poll. But yeah, I mean, Evolution. I mean, it was going to knock it out of the park. Uh, what do y'all, uh, Isaac, what do you think? First of all, what do you think on the, the poll? I think that Dragon Ball Evolution was so horrible, it kept most people from seeing any of the other ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that was, it was like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I learned from this with Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm good. Right. Totally. Uh, what do you think, Omega, on uh, Dragon Ball Evolution winning the poll on the worst anime live action? Um, I think is a well deserved uh, win because that I I'm not sure, but it just it kind of makes me think that the the most like uh, like <laughs> the what sold the show was the Camaro. <laughs> oh, like right. probably the Camaro sales increased, and that was about it. People probably. It might have even turned some people away from Dragon Ball. You know, I mean, Dragon Ball's been out, but if, you know, they seen this, they was like, "Oh God, make, are they gonna make a second one of this? Uh, maybe I should just bow out." But yeah, it it was bad. It was it, it's a well deserved uh, win for the worst. <laughs> totally, yeah, and like you said, it could have actually made people stay away from trying out the manga or the anime or just the animated movies. Totally good point. All right, so next poll we had was uh, Tom Hanks. I'm a fan of you know certain actors in the movie industry and tom hanks definitely is one of them so on this poll i said what was his um best movie uh, so this one's pretty good so we had 57 votes uh we had saving private ryan nine uh 16 castaway four percent forrest gump just winning the whole poll 61 percent apollo 13 
5%, and the Toy Story franchise, 14%. Now, I could have added some other ones in there. Of course, you know, uh, he has a really long resume of films, but uh, Forrest Gump winning, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even wrong, uh, you know, <laughs> mad at that. That's a pretty <laughs> nice choice there. Uh, very well, a good classic um, anyone can enjoy. Uh, what do you think, Eisen, on the um, Castle uh, Forrest Gump winning um, the votes on this one? I think it's it is pretty easy and expected. Um, it, it's it's a movie that there's it's too memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, there was too many memorable moments in it. It was a great movie. Um, it, it's the role that he, he'll be known for forever. So it, I think it's uh, really fitting. Well said. Uh, what do you think, Omega, on uh, Forrest Gump winning? Um, I want to say that um, I don't know. There's so many movies that Tom Hanks has really been good in, but mm-hmm. that one was just it was a roller coaster of like adding not only in depth to like a certain small tales or tall tales that we've uh, been told as uh, even children. You know, to actually see that act out on a um, a large performance, but it it had a bit of like what I want to say, just that kind of nostalgic kind of American soul to it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely like an unforgettable. Totally agree. Uh, something I could have switched out maybe would have been like Toy Story, and maybe switch it with like. Um... What was that movie? Green Mile? Is that the name of that movie? Oh, yeah. That's a... Yeah. yeah. I, I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I yeah, would have I I definitely put that up, but I just wasn't thinking about it at the time. Yeah. I forgot I forgot yeah. about the Green Mile, but... There's so Forrest many. Forrest Gump. For, I think I think Forrest Gump is his... It will always be his most memorable role. I forgot. And it's not that the Green Mile was bad. I think right. that was the standout role for Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Fair enough. All right. And our um, our last poll that we had recently was... Um, actually, we got two more. So we had uh, the best English voice actor for anime. Uh, we had Christopher Sabat. Christopher Sabat. Let me go back to my comments. He did Piccolo Vegeta, Kuwabara from Yu Hakusho. We had Johnny Young Bosch, uh, who did Vash the Stampede. Lelouch uh, B. Britannia from Kogigas. Of course, Inchiko Kurosaki from Bleach. Uh, we had Colleen uh, Klinkenbird, uh, who did Riza, Hawkeye, Marie, and Ezra Scarlet from, I think, was uh, Fairy Tale, I believe that was. Uh, of course, we had Sean Shamil uh, that did Goku. Uh, and then we had Trina Nishimura that did um, Mikasa from Attack on Titan. Uh, so for this one, let me see who on this one. So we had. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Bosch, who did uh, Ichigo Kurosaki, um, who won with 58%. Uh, Christopher Sabat, 26%, second place. Not uh, surprising at all. You know, he has a really, he's pretty strong in the um, voice acting community there. And then <laughs> Sean was 8%, Trina 6%, and 2% was Colleen. Uh, any thoughts on that, uh, Eisen, with uh, Johnny Bosch, voice of Ichigo winning? I know you I forgot some of the others he done. Yeah, he's, but, he's um, done, yeah, he's done tons of them, and he was also in. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Power Rangers too, as an actor. That's right. That's right. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I picked Sabat just because he had done more mm-hmm. um, iconic and memorable characters, Vegeta and all those. I forgot the the, the other list of them, but um, hey, 
Hey, good for Johnny. Yeah, there's a there's a shit ton of like their resumes are huge. Like I could have yeah. yeah, this is too much. Uh, what do you think, Omega, on um, Johnny Bosch, voice of uh, Intrigo, winning uh, the votes, uh, Omega? Um, I think well deserved. Uh, definitely on based on his catalog. Just, uh, just yeah, she dude's crushing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's well deserved uh, win. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to people in the chat. Dorian, what's going on? He's asking, should Tom Hanks retire? I mean, as long as he gets the bag, um, if he can still get the bag and do his job as an actor, I mean, I say just go and keep doing it. Um, whenever he wants to retire, he can. I mean, he's he's made several millions of dollars, so I mean, at any time, I mean, if he wants to throw put the throw the towel and just hey, I'm gonna just give a retire and focus on family, he should do so. Um, I I, go, I don't really care either way if he keeps going or if he stops. As long as he's develop, uh, you know, bringing on good uh, material. I'm down. That's pretty much my um, question on there. Uh, Dry, what's going on? Rocky, what is up? Um, let's go to the last poll. So what was the best Microsoft platform? So we had a PlayStation-focused uh, poll last time on the best PlayStation platform. And just to let y'all know, the PS2 won that one with 39% out of 100 votes. So I thought we should do a Microsoft one. So right now... 360 is winning with 74%. So 360 is just kicking ass. Uh, we got Xbox. The first Xbox, the heavy-ass one, was 4%. Xbox One, 4%. Series X has... No one has voted for that. And then we have the PC race, Master Race, at 9, 19%. So 360, um, not surprising. Very fun console. Um, man, I enjoyed the fuck out of 360. Because that was like Halo 2, God of War time. Uh, what do you think of Eisen on uh, 360 winning so far on that vote? Um, I would say that it's because they're not PC Master Race. Um, they're not a part of the Master Race. That's why. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, as far as console, yeah, um, for the Xboxes, without a doubt, it it had the better titles. So yeah, and I think that was the last time Xbox even had exclusives on the 360, right? For the most part, I believe so. So very, yeah, ironic. Uh, go ahead, Omega. What do you think about 360 winning um, the votes on uh, the current poll? Um, I'm gonna go with um. Ah, this is tough because um, I always find myself a more um of a PlayStation guy than an Xbox guy. But I bought an Xbox 360, so um, as far as it just having, I guess, the more volume of games that could have been like really popular, other than the volume of PS like four or five. Then I think it's just a well-deserved uh, win. I, I, it's, I don't know. It's 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 a difficult pick, but like uh, I don't know. Maybe they just. I mean, me personally, they they skated by. They went on a on a on a thin thin bed of ice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, no worries. We just dropped this poll today, so if you haven't voted, feel free to vote. So we'll see what um, the results are on the next episode, episode 21. Um, let's go ahead and go into the news. Uh, Eisen, go ahead and start with uh, this one, this big hot take that we got um, recently. Okay, then. Uh, hold on. Let me switch to it in mine. I had the other one prepped. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so basically here I got from comicbook.com is that um, <clears throat> basically Marvel Games and Skydance New Media they were they revealed plans for a new 
uh, Marvel game featuring Captain America and Black Panther. Um, apparently, this game was announced as a part of uh, the Disney Marvel uh, game showcase. Um, it's supposed to be the first of its kind, uh, which encompassed all of Disney's vast uh, roster of properties it oversees. So um, it hasn't gotten a name yet. Um, and we don't know when it might be released or what platforms it is expected to be released on. But basically, um, they had uh, a trailer um, at Skydance uh, to uh, announce basically that they were doing this. So uh, to give some hints um, away uh, uh, on what we could be expecting to see with this game. So um, we don't know, but we'll I guess we'll we'll keep covering it and uh, find out exactly what's uh, to come with this with this game. Mm-hmm. So this was uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh my bad. I was just gonna say it was also um, uh, that uh, Amy Hennig, who's basically what uh, best known for the Uncharted ser- series uh, with Naughty Dog, is supposed to be I think maybe project lead or something like this on this. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Uh, so this was good. Uh, so the D twenty three Disney uh, program event is actually going on like this whole weekend. So. They've been dropping a lot of news, a lot of hot takes, big trailers. Uh, I did drop some of the trailers in the Discord, so if you haven't joined the Discord, definitely do so. Um, they have a lot of the new trailers in the Discord you can check out on your spare time. But yeah, this was a definitely a good old hot take uh, for um, the news, man. Um, there were rumors about this before, but I, you know we finally got the confirmation during D23. And like you said, uh, the person that works uh, that used to work with Un- the Uncharted series, right? Um, she has she has a pretty good, uh, I would say, I guess, street cred for um, what she did with Uncharted. Um, they did say this game will be more of a narrative blockbuster. Um, they want it to be open to all fans. Um, now, I'm not sure if this is going to be... It says an action-adventure. Hopefully, it's not related to what we had with Avengers on um, Marvel Avengers. That game was pretty fucked up. I think it was technically like an MMO, basically, right, Eisen, for the most part? Would that be considered MMO? Uh, Pretty much. I guess or something like maybe. I don't know. Um, action. I don't know. Okay. So this game, I mean, what you have to model from, I mean, you could kind of take some good thing, nuggets out of maybe uh, Marvel Spider-Man or something, Miles Morales or something, but um, maybe some nuggets from Guardians. Although Guardians didn't sell that well uh, from Square Enix. Um, so, you know, Marvel's really kind of giving away these IPs to different companies and studios to try to um, give them a chance. And hopefully, you know, um, Amy and uh, Skydance can, you know, do well with this. I mean, we all haven't had a good Captain America game since never. And we've never had a good Black Panther game since never. So this could be the first. Hopefully, um, we'll just have to see as time comes. And we'll, like you, uh, Isaac said, we'll definitely speak more um, about it. Uh, Omega, what do you think about this uh, new hot take of um, potential of Black Panther and Captain America being an actual game? I think it's the right step in the direction to actually catapult more Marvel heroes. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely uh, and and don't get y'all hopes up because y'all know the skins but those costumes are coming. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that DLC. <laughs> that's that's the joy yeah. of capitalism right there, baby. Yeah, that you DLC. Want, uh, you <laughs> yeah. you want to play as that different uh, 
Captain America, you gonna pay. <laughs> yep. But uh yeah, yeah. um <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, most most of all, um as long as it has great graphics and I, I feel like if they really pay homage to a lot of the abilities that the actual superheroes can do, these games I mean this game will be possibly phenomenal. Um, you know, graphics alone if uh if I'm correct, Agent Summer, is it going to be on uh, PC or PlayStation? We just don't know yet. Or... No, yeah, we don't know yet. We okay. Don't know any of that yet. Um, well, I, I'm just going to go out and just give an assumption based on how good graphics are nowadays. It's, it's hardly you see any kind of like, like even for the third party uh, people and the indie folks, I mean, their games are starting to look freaking phenomenal enough to the like these games that have like a a large amount of sum of money and budget to work with. So, um, yeah, this is a, a good... It's a good step in the direction for Marvel, and it possibly can even... Uh, who knows? We get a movie out of it because, I mean, Black Panther and Captain America once crossed paths. I, You know, I don't know how they'll do that in the MCU as currently because now, you know, kind of like they just met each other kind of thing but yeah who knows uh but i, I know we we're dealing with the multiverse thing you know so mm-hmm. you can still squeeze a movie out of that <laughs> that's true and keep in mind um marvel midnight suns the game comes out i think next month so we're gonna see how that game does and see how that does and just keep in mind also square enix guardian of the galaxy right it actually won some awards but they did not get a financial uh it didn't really do well financially so just because you have a Marvel IP don't mean shit, right? So let's mm-hmm. just... We'll have to see how this Midnight Suns game does um, next month. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely uh, hopefully get some more news about this game in future articles. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Oh, man. So we got to talk about She-Hulk. <laughs> we got to talk about She-Hulk. Oh man. Turk, 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 that ass. <laughs> oh man, we gotta talk about this. So, I don't know who it was. Someone told me, someone in the chat, maybe it was Dusty. Shout out to Dusty. It was someone who told me, hey, did you did you hear about uh, Megan the Stallion in the MCU? I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And then, like, we, days later, I was like, what the fuck? After we watched the uh, the the She Hulk episodes. Watch so party, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so rapper Megan Thee Stallion is officially part of the MCU after appearing in the latest episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Um, it says the rapper made her debut in the Disney Plus series, third episode, The People vs. Emil Blonsky. She played a uh, version of herself instead of someone from the MCU canon. She, uh, While she's only appeared in two brief scenes near the end of the episode, Megan Thee Stallion played a huge role in the episode's B story which saw uh, GLK and H lawyer Augustus take on a case involving a ship shifting light elf from new Asgard. So yeah, she only appeared like in the post credit scene, but I can I can definitely imagine these uh, social media uh, and the critiques and critics of this uh, show and good or bad just went in on this uh, whole thing uh, of her appearing in the MCU. And, you know, it was a very cringe episode, and sadly the case with She-Hulk... She-Hulk is his ass right now. It's just, it's just, it's, it's really bad. And uh, you know, there was a mid-season trailer that came out recently showing Daredevil and stuff. And it's like, you know, we got all these shitty episodes, and then we're like trying to hype up the mid-season to, to see if it gets any better. I mean, at this point, 
Marvel's is uh Miss Marvel is better than this, and honestly, Moon Knight is kicking both of these shows' asses. Honestly, um, I don't know what they're doing with She Hulk. I know you know, hey, cool character. Uh, I remember seeing her in different video games and stuff, but I mean, what they're doing with this show, man? I don't. I I blame the directors on this one. I mean, I can't even say it's the actors. I mean, I think it's just the direction of the show they're doing this. It's just not. I don't know how they're getting good ratings on this show. Um, I just don't. And with this shit that they did on this episode, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just it's just going down a really, really steep hill. And I don't think it's going to be able to <laughs> claw itself out um, after we get to the midseason. But uh, I don't know. I mean, now here's another thing, right? I don't want to be like a gatekeeper. You know, we know how it is when it comes to the stuff that we like to consume. Um, you know, oh, well, this person can't like anime, gaming, movies, and stuff like that. I mean, I can't really control what uh, Megan likes or dislikes. Obviously, she does have a history of liking these sort of um, pop culture things. So, I'm, I mean, I think she even cosplays before. So, I'm not really... I really call it but, pop culture so much as niche. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, what, do, what do you think, guys? On the, well, yeah, uh, I'm going to say this. Um, uh-huh. The cre well, I can't say creator, the direct who's ever leading this. The woman admitted she's never even they never even looked into She Hulk, they never even looked into any of the lore, so they don't oh. care. Uh, why would Foggy, uh, why would Foggy uh, greenlight this? Uh, if they didn't even research a damn character, they don't do that anymore with anything, period, anyway. Uh, <laughs> they don't care. Well, it, 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 how about, how about, I mean, how about they, with, uh, how about Moon Knight I, though? Moon Knight was pretty good, right? Uh, Moon Knight. I, I was just talking yeah. about in general. Okay, okay. I, I was just talking about in general, not just. But did you did you notice, of course, that Moon Knight? Um, they heavily tried to um, put out the um, the conditions of what a mental illness can be. Yeah. Now with with She Hulk, I I'm just gonna come out and say it. Um, blasted with uh, a lot of feminist uh, rhetoric. Yep. And 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 I'm gonna be very astute on bringing this up just in just a short sentence. It, look, it, okay, we get it. We have to see from a feminist angle what a She-Hulk would be. Now, mind you. She-Hulk in the comic books sort of is what a modern woman would be as in a law, as a lawyer, as a lawyer. Now, to add in some ratchetness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got Super Wop now. Now, who knows yeah, if right. she might be in the MCU <laughs> doing Wop shit, but okay. hey, so it's here, 2022. Here's, here's another and, comment about Megan. Like, here's the thing: like, even if you wanted to put her in the MCU, just as a cameo, right? Just yeah, make it, make it at least make it a scene that's just like you know fairly decent. You get what I'm saying? Like, it didn't have to. <laughs> the, the fact no, that it had to shit. I mean, hey, I, go ahead. I, I've got something better for I, you. I seen it coming a mile away. I was like as. As soon as there was rumors as hinted as the actor actress herself loves her music or dislikes it it was a done deal. I was like, watch, they're gonna end up twerking. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's in a- but what yeah. But look, you you're also missing it. Man, they they had her 
and Hulk having a conversation over if if Captain America died a virgin or not. I mean, what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is what I'm saying, man. Look. Right on. They do not care. Yeah. Um, And and what's going to happen is they're going to be featuring more and more celebrity hoes to come in uh, (laughs) on these shows. No, sir. I I think Kim Kardashian is up next. Uh, Yeah, okay. Wait, I did see some article about that. Yeah. Yeah, they're this... gonna use them to bring in viewers because nobody cares about seeing the MC universe. They're hoping that if they bring in these whole idols, that it'll bring chicks in because females don't really like this type of content. Hey, so they're trying look... to look for somebody to bring in to bring in more people. So this is what... and... yeah, it's a circus show. And let's be honest, don't I mean, hey, the milkshake bring the boys to the yard, right? But I mean, if you see them, you know, I you. Put it like this: She-Hulk has always been the epitome of what a, uh, a physique, athletic um, person would be, right? Uh-huh. Um, but when when we always seen her in comics, she was in maybe a, like a bikini, or you know, even her her regular outfit was still just like skin tight, revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, her body is amazing, but I ain't gonna lie when I seen her ass trick, I was like, God damn! <laughs> like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, she held I mean, fine as hell. We're guys. Like, whoever did the CGI and stuff, I, I gotta admit, like, remember when we first seen her and everybody was like, "Oh, what is going on?" Like, yeah, yeah, they but they the did. CGI. They improved on the CGI and. um for me, once I've I've always liked She-Hulk, and I always thought she was hot. So I mean, I I can I I can not lambast or um, come off like unruly, like oh she shouldn't be doing that or something. I mean, this if anybody is familiar with the comic books, um, this lawyer uh, sleeps around with the juggernaut. <laughs> so oh, come shit. on, like you got the law. And the unlawless uh-huh. getting it on. So I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm I'm not gonna be one of those uh, purist, you know, guys. I mean, it, it it look for the most part, just like Agent Simon said, they don't care, and we could all, like we could almost see that coming. Like there there was going to be some ratchetness with 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 Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> rolling up, you know. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's another. It's thing. the culture at this point. You just got to. Yeah, yeah. You just, I've, I've embraced it. Like I just, fuck it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like. So, here's another thing too. Um, so a good example of a decent cameo, I would say, was Matt Damon. Right, he, he appeared in like Thor. What was it, Thor three or oh, so? Oh yeah, he was and then in he appeared uh, Love in and Thunder Thor four, yeah. and that shit was just funny. Like it wasn't like. You know, it's just funny. And then, boom, he's out. Like, something like that, I have no problem with. But um, why did why Although, did they just do I, that with uh, Megan Thee Stallion? I would have been cool. It was like some decent well, scene. I couldn't you even can't, hate But you I know. can't do that. But yeah, yeah you her. can't do that I know. Megan, yeah. She's not, like, she's not I'm, an actor. I'm pretty sure she right. might have even Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, fair enough. She's not an actor. <laughs> yeah, right. And what she, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, she did what her talent was. Right. She did so, what her talent was. Uh, let me go to Lou's question. Lou said, "Does so Meg has an actual role? So she was a cameo. She was. She's not gonna. I don't think she's gonna appear in the episodes. Hopefully, never again. But 
she appeared as like a um, kind of a mid uh, late uh, ending credit scene, um, like an ending credit scene. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're gonna have more of those in the episodes. They're gonna have those types. They're gonna have those celebrities to bring in. Yeah, shit to see it. That's what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Dorian says uh, thanks for the super chat. He says they put more work in CGI twerk and then the storyline of she or She Hulk as a character. <laughs> <laughs> now that is hilarious. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care about because the when you think about it, the guy had to go and like. I mean, if I seen the engineer working on like the CGI for twerking, I would have passed by and um, you know me as a black man, I'd be like, that's CGI ass though. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? So it's it. You know, you can't say you didn't see it coming. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but but I, I will say this though. It, this this show, I believe, for the best of the first season, is going to revolve around her trying to maintain being of a a, a modern woman that's in a high stress uh, job in law, and also trying to balance out being She Hulk. Second season, I think they might even let her loose on more like okay. I'm getting the hang of being a superhero more than I am being a lawyer. Because mm-hmm. I, I, some of the, I mean, I, I might be going ahead too far, but uh, some of the comics does reveal that a bit. Where it's like, when, do, you know, a lawyer, when are you not lawyering when you're more doing hero work? You know, wait, you so. talking about stuff from the comics? Yeah, they don't know about this shit. Yeah, no they. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, like. Agent Sama is correct. They don't care. So mm-hmm. They don't what matter. About this uh, so Dorian said, uh, his other super tight says, Megan Thee Stallion is a great actor. You didn't see her fake crying during the interview. Ah, oh, man. Dorian. Yeah. <laughs> Dorian. Get that. Yes. Uh, I'm right. Dorian. Jokes. Jokes. damn. Dorian, man. Jokes are awesome. Dorian with the super chat <laughs> roast. Okay, go ahead, Omega, with uh, the uh, your your article, the video game league uh, esports. Yeah. So um. So uh, yeah, you and uh, C Greensboro want to build a new statewide high school video game league to capitalize on esports. Um, the gaming hub in North Carolina hopes to start a pilot program in the triad. So um. I think this is very um, amazing and promising because um, it's pushing. I don't know. It's just it, it's pushing what what these young people like and they do on their spare time, but also where they can actually provide like a career or a job doing esports. I mean, esports has blown up, and I believe the colleges do acknowledge and also the lawmakers are very enthusiastic that this is going on um just as let's see here ah so um so the university has partnered with epic games and carry based video games goliath to train students on the company's unreal engine now we know um, if you've been on any social website, if you've been online or anything, the Unreal Engine has been pushed to the brink of no return on your eyes and your senses. It looks very cool. I've heard very good things about it, um, and uh, which is using, of course, uh, the 3D rendering. 
Um, the company plans to train UNCG faculty in October. Once certified, the university will be one of the three Unreal Engine Accelerator programs in the North America, soon said. So um, they're extremely um, happy about this. I mean, you know, why not capitalize on this sport, which uh, can bring in a pretty good amount of money? Like, uh, and I mean, it's the drive in the tournaments, you know, more more schools will probably get the notion like, hey, we can get involved in this and then actually have uh, some some viable income going, you know, going to our schools, of course. <laughs> yeah. But not only our schools, but the most important thing is that these are people that quite possibly already have a background in their education in technology. So it's just kind of boosting it forward, and they're also uh, having a great time. I mean, you know, so yeah. Um, I thought this was uh, pretty cool. Like, I mean, you know, so I mean, I uh, someone could say I'm biased because, uh, of course, you're a gamer. You like games, like, but I mean, if somebody was just interested in it just to test it out, I say, you know, go for it. Like, your your university is uh, pitching it hard, so. Oh, no, no, this is definitely a good thing. I mean, because uh, RTP, Raleigh, uh, Durham, that whole area, it's a pretty hot spot for a lot of uh, colleges like Duke, Chapel Hill, all those things. I mean, they're definitely, I'm sure they have some type of esports uh, stuff going on in that area. So why not have it in the triad where you have UNC Greensboro, all the other schools mm -hmm. in Greensboro to kind of uh, build, you know, trying to build a, a platform for um, people who are into those uh, spaces, you know, with gaming spaces. And like you said, you could be a student. Well, uh, mute up, yo. God damn. Yo, okay, <laughs> whatever the fuck that was. Uh, but yeah, people in the, the triad can also, um, you can be a student and then, you know, do this on the side, you know, make money. I mean, esports, you can make a, a decent bag, uh, from esports if you're good, man. Um, so I see, you know, the problem with it. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool. Good for North Carolina. I mean, y'all need to do, <laughs> let me know. I mean, at least this is a good thing. Let me not roast North Carolina, but this is definitely a good thing. Uh, what do you think, Isaac? I think it's just surprising that I think the thing that's surprising to me is that there must be a lot of esports or something going on with gaming in North Carolina uh, to be pitching this. So I'm interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, totally. Uh, what's going on, Lawrence? Shalom, shalom. Can everybody hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, we can. Shalom. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I missed it by a couple of seconds on the She-Hulk thing. Oh yeah, go uh, ahead and get get your thoughts on the the She Hulk with the uh, the uh, the MCU yeah. I definitely app. want to hear your thoughts, bro. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, actually, well, I mean, from everything I heard, everybody was pretty much on point. Um, I think Eisen made the strongest point because that's pretty much the direction I would have went into. Um, there's no real care in the characters anymore, much less what they stand for. Um, as far as it goes for who's pushing the agenda, that's Kevin Feige by his own admission a year or two ago, where he said he wanted to take the MCU in this direction. So it all lands on him, whether it be the actor, the writer, director, it doesn't make a difference. It lands at the buck stops at his table. Um, all they're going to do is they're going to isolate the, the very people who made them successful. Um, and as far as it goes for what they're thinking, the vast majority of... Um, 
the vast majority of women are not into these kind of stories, whether they want to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. The, the vast majority of women at the MCU showed up for seeing Cap's ass or his pecs. <laughs> you know, I mean, they showed, they showed up for the dudes. I mean, we got to be honest about that. Uh, true, they enjoyed some of the female characters. They wanted but, to see them kicks, but, but but they pretty much showed up for the guys. I mean, that that was that was their big thing. So you didn't hear girls talking about Scarlet Witch in that level, or mm-hmm. or or Wasp, or Black Widow, or something like that. I mean, yeah, they talked about them, but they talked about Thor. They talked about Cap. They talked about Iron Man. You know what I mean? So. Uh, you know, and again, um, and as far as it goes for the the twerking, I mean, what did you expect? Like I said, they know, go, they know, I mean, we've seen this play out amongst other pop culture properties. And at the end of the day, they know they're about to lose their their, their primary customer base, which is those of us who don't buy into this this nonsense. So what do they do? They go right to picking people like Megan, Kim Kardashian, you know, Jada Pickett Smith for all I know. I mean, you know what I mean? They start they start pulling those those type of women in, thinking that's gonna bring other women back to it or even more than what they had before. And it's it's not gonna work. It never has. We've seen it with Charlie's Angels, we've seen it with Star Trek, we've seen it with Star Wars, we've seen it in comics, we've seen it in TV, we've seen it in movies. It's gonna fail. Mm-hmm. The question is, is how long is Kevin the question is is to what degree is Kevin Feige's intelligence? Will he get, will he will he self will he will he self correct within a sufficient amount of time, or is he going to be like everybody else and let it go so far that you damage the properties beyond the brand of the properties beyond redemption? Okay, I so, have you a, know what? Uh, oh, go ahead, Isaac. I was just going to say, you know what, Lawrence? I don't even know if it's going to really fail in the sense that for it, it, it's mass wide. Um, it's obvious that when it comes to media and television, they push a narrative. Look, you don't know what you want, so we're going to tell you, and you're going to like it. And for the most part, the majority of people are dumb enough to take it and not spend money on it. And the majority of people are going to eat it and spend their money on it. They're they're not well, no, willing no. to. Well, well, no, no, you're, no, you're, dude, you're absolutely right. That's pro- that's been proven multiple times throughout history. There's no mm-hmm. question to that. You, you're absolutely right, absolutely. But it, 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 again, it comes down to dollar amount because that's really what says volumes. Because see, they'll tell people, well, you don't know what you really want, so we're going to tell you, and you're going to mm-hmm. take it. And yes, there'll be people that spend money on it, but I promise you, you'll never see another two point five billion dollar movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it'll be it'll yeah, be yeah, enough yeah, to keep yeah. making them. It just won't be that type right. of money. Exactly. And then and 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 the question becomes is how long will the shareholders deal with that? You know, because we've already we've already seen it happen with Star Wars to the point that they won't make any more movies. It's all going to be TV shows. We're seeing David. We're seeing Dave Zaslav over there just ripping apart DC Comics and the WB. I mean. I mean you know, it's just it's just a matter of time. Yes. I mean, because like, like everything else, the razor always swings back in the opposite direction. As a matter of fact, that's why everybody's watching Zaslav the way they are. So my thing was that um, I'm trying to because I know both industries are not the same, like the video game industry and the movie industry. But with like with gaming, right? Like if something you can't just like you can't just release a game and then keep getting failing uh, ratings and money 
game after game after game. Usually, that studio will shut down or they'll lose, uh, you know, a work base. Something will happen if they keep taking L's. But what it seems with uh, Disney, and let me know what you think, Lawrence. Like, is Kevin Foggy's pockets so damn like it, the pockets that he's getting from Disney? It's like an infinite amount that it's like it doesn't even matter if a show does well or not. Because I mean, I would, I would. I would predict that Marvel's uh, Miss Marvel's uh, ratings and uh, the money they got from that versus, and then along with this She-Hulk, I think there might be a loss um, comparing with with profits and ratings. I don't I don't think this show is gonna crawl itself out like I said, and like you know, it's almost like what 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 uh, what Sony is doing with the uh, fucking Morbius, and then they're releasing uh you know all these kind of individual villain like uh, Craven and like we know like. That might be a loss and because of financial, but um, why do you think, you know, is it just Disney's pockets that are just so deep that, like, it doesn't even matter if a show um, technically fails or what? what? What do you think? Yes and no. Um, th- there's actually there's actually a two-part answer to that question. The first one is, is that <clears throat> Kevin Feige has made more money for Disney in the last 10 years than anything else they've done. And you got to take in consideration, they paid what was it, four billion, four billion for Marvel Comics or something like that, to the point that that George Lucas was like, well, I can't sell for less than Marvel, so they gave him four point five. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So it, it, it was some number around that. So, so what we have here is that out of all the stuff that 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 that, that Disney bought, Kevin Feige is the only one that's really made money for him, in the truest sense of the word. Um, they've made all their money back and then some not just on the profit of movies but merchandising um, um, uh, uh, the, the, the Netflix series by licensing out with Jeff Loeb to the animation stuff even as hard as it was to DVD sales and you know I mean I mean Kevin Feige's made them money so as far as they're concerned he's the go-to man so yeah it's been, yeah they gave him deep pockets they gave him very deep pockets and actually to actually to the point that they'll let him keep going with his vision even though it's tearing apart what he what he originally built they'll let him go they'll let him go and they'll let him go for years before they before they course correct now that's 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 the first part the second part is is that and we've seen this in the last two weeks take a look at dave zasloff and what he did at warner brothers discovery with the batgirl film oh yeah <laughs> So 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 even though he even though he canned a ninety million dollar film, he gets a tax write off for that. But he gets money back. So 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 it's 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 it, and people people complain. Well, ninety million dollars on a film, you know, that's kind of crazy to lose that kind of money. Not really, because generally, whatever you do for the cost of the movie, it's usually two to three times whatever the cost of the movie is just for marketing. So he right. actually saved money by he actually saved money by canceling it, and he's going to get a kickback because it's a tax write-off. Yeah, yeah, right. They were still marketing for Batgirl at the time. They didn't start. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. So yeah, so 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 in that respect, yeah, he's yeah, Kevin Feige's got deep pockets. Not only does he have deep pockets, but you got to remember his success was so great they put him in charge of the of the complete overseeing of Marvel Comics itself. Yeah. I mean, so he's controlling. So he's controlling both the comic market and the studio. They're just lucky that this is not like the gaming industry because the way this Phase Four is going, like people would have been losing some jobs, studios would have been getting breaking off. Like 
So I guess, hey, shout out to Disney, I guess, because they're just allowing anything to happen with this this Phase Four shit. I mean, but you know, it might it might come back, it might bounce back with what got released um, in D twenty three. But go ahead, um, Lawrence, with this uh, Dan Jerkins um, Death of Superman article. Oh uh, well, some uh, someone interviewed Dan Jurgens about revisiting the death of Superman, and I guess just to sum it up, um, without having to go through the whole article, mm-hmm. it was a question on whether or not there's any original material left. Um, as we've all said many a times, there's nothing new under the sun. However, there's something inherently wrong when the current crop of so-called so-called writers in the industry today can't think of anything original that they keep revisiting stuff from the past and they keep adding things to it that not only that not only shows their inability as writers and promoting crappy stories but you leave a history that damages the original story itself that was so great um if i can put it in if i can put it in film and tv tv concepts i would I would pick something like Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. The last two, three seasons of Picard has been some of the crappiest stuff ever done in Star Trek. And because of that, you've damaged the history of what you remember him as from TNG. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So so, so that's pretty much what, what Dan's talking about here. And I just thought it was interesting on, on what our takes on it would be. I mean, my, well, my take is obvious, but... but, uh, but um, it's 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 an interesting point that a lot of people don't talk about it uh don't talk about and they should because like i said we go right back to what i was saying about star wars a few minutes ago you keep going so far you damage the brand beyond repair and you can't come back mm-hmm. uh eisen right. uh, any thoughts on this one <clears throat> um i gotta say hey look it's um yeah, when it when it comes to the aspect of you know not recycling stuff, um, the thing about it for me is the fact that they're recycling it, but they're they're making it trash. It's not even good recycled material. <laughs> it's just trash. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And that that's exactly my point. You nailed it. And then thank you for that. Thank you because I was looking yeah. for that word recycle. <laughs> thank you. I was looking for that word. I couldn't find it, but thank you. Omega, but, uh, any... but yeah, oh, yeah, you know... oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just saying I can nail it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Omega, anything on this one? Not really. Um, I just, you know, just stop milking it. <laughs> stop milking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the other thing. Oh, go, go, go forward, go forward into his life, not death. So like this. Let's do some more living stuff. <laughs> but, well, well, to me, it's interesting because you know, you 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 reach back to something like the the anniversary of the storyline for the death of Superman. Nobody talks about the anniversary of him and Lois getting married, or you know, I mean, you you, you just try to pick these 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 moments in comic book history that are so so intricately tied to that period in time. You couldn't replicate them in today's standards anyway. Because it's a, it's a whole different group of people reading and consuming the product. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, for us, we, we read it. 
Doomsday killed Superman, yada, 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 four more Supermans came. You couldn't do that today because the first thing, if you did it today, somebody would say, well, how come there's not a black one? Oh, yeah. How come there's not a transgender? I, I mean, seriously, I mean, so, so, so even trying to do it now doesn't make sense, but, but trying to do it and then from your interpretation, improving upon it, knowing full well it's going to fail. Um, and that's an editorial issue for me because editors shouldn't allow that. I mean, can you imagine somebody trying to redo the Dark Knight Returns yeah, after Frank Miller? I mean, that makes that makes no sense. Yeah, it's hard. a perfect story. Yeah, it's a perfect story in and of itself. You couldn't do anything but ruin it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, so yeah, so in that respect, you know. So you, you basically gave us the alley for our next one because now we have to talk about uh, the Ring of Power with Lord of the Rings. So, uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Oh, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, one more thing. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. One more. One more thing because we jumped so fast. You're good. The 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 thing with She-Hulk and Megan the the Stallion. Oh yeah, yeah. Not to be rude, uh-huh. I'm not above seeing a, a, a well-shaped bottom shaking. I'm not. Okay. There you but go. It does, but, 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 it, <laughs> oh, but yeah, but, my bad. But, the, but, but yeah, but the, <laughs> I, like I said, I have I have nothing against a well-shaped bottom shaking. I don't. The problem I have is that it doesn't belong there. Hmm. Right. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Well said, man. And that was that was it. That was the last thing I had. Sorry. Right. And, and making, I'm just gonna say making making the stallion is nobody to even. I mean, come on. Seriously. I'm just gonna say this, Lawrence. Now it does. <laughs> it belongs there now. I got give I can give them both gotta, two respects though. I got it. I got it. We were in the office and not in the public. <laughs> well, I, I got to I got to give I I I, I got to be honest though. If you really wanted to impress me instead of Meg, it should have been Angela Bassett. Oh, come. <laughs> Man. I ain't going to lie. Now I want to see the actual actress not in the She-Hulk thing twerk and see what she working with. No, I've seen that. Oh, okay. You seen the, oh, Okay, she Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see without the makeup and and the practice and dancing and when she was doing Orphan Black, and she did interviews. I've seen that. She she was she had a little pancake butt going on there, a little uh, pancake yeah, butt. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, she, I mean, she, I mean she, she's got a little bit of a bubble, but it's nothing to write about. Oh, oh. Okay. and it's one of and it's, it's one of those things that's tricky because it depends on what she's wearing. Ah, okay. okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Awesome. So, Lord of the Rings. Uh, the Rings of Fire draws 25 million viewers to become Prime Video's most watched premiere. Uh, so, uh, Amazon shared the milestone in the press release saying that Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Fire broke all records after debuting in more than 240 countries, territories worldwide. Um, so, it, it says it is somehow fitting the token story among the most popular of all time and what many consider to be the true origin of the fantasy genre that hath led us this proud moment so this is an interesting thing about um lord of rings i did not watch it yet but i did watch some videos talking about how like uh people are mad because they're adding different characters with different races and people of color and all these other things and on their twitter i don't know if i could find it man i don't know if i could find it but there was something about um them like it looks like like fans some of the fans were going at some of the um the actors for being um like people of color or some shit and i was like is it really that serious i'm not gonna i didn't look that shit up but um i thought that was kind of 
interesting i mean i haven't really heard i've, I've heard like a mixed bag on this series um some people like it some people don't um but i've also heard that there's like too many storylines and going on and um i think this show already got confirmed for a lot of seasons so uh, i guess maybe it'll get better as time um, passes but i mean the, the 25 million views is something to be um celebrated i mean that is pretty good um uh, i can't hate on that but um i'm hearing some other things things in the ether about uh this show uh is anything on uh this show have you tried it anything uh no i have not um <laughs> it's difficult for me to try and get into anything new right now um most of it is terrible shitty writing so it's difficult for me to even try to it, outside of anime it's difficult for me to even try now Okay. Uh, Omega, anything on this one? Um, yeah, I have yet to uh, even uh, attempt to try and watch it. I've, I've been preoccupied with like kind of commissions of art and um, shit. I've been welling on the axe a bit, uh, trying to... Uh, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie. When I found out uh, Paramount Plus had like uh beavis and butthead mm-hmm. the movie and then also some of like their new episodes i've been watching that <laughs> and 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 going to sleep and that's about it mm-hmm. always was a big fan of that but this uh i have to just take some time out and check it out i mean i i think it's kind of awesome though i mean you know adding more lore into the lord of the rings uh definitely was a fan of the movies and stuff so yeah from yeah. what I've heard, though, from people, uh, is that the uh, the characters don't seem as bland, but it seems like they saying some of the male characters almost are like cowards. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm gonna still give it a shot. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, 25 million viewers. Though I mean that that speaks for itself. I think so. uh, who's that dude? Uh, Ripa. Uh, Ripa, I think he did a video on the the show saying that how it's uh, dealing with um, the, you know the social justice crap, sadly. And you know. but uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, any thoughts on the the show or anything you've heard about the show? Anything? I haven't watched it, but I've talked to people. <laughs> <laughs> um. First of first of all, I'm I'm gonna say this as a as a as a Tolkien as a Tolkien fan. Yes, Tolkien, not Tolkien. Um first of all, twenty five million viewers don't count because vast majority of it was hate watching. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hold on a second. Oh, you're good. Damn, he was about to go in. Damn. Are you are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh just uh my daughter there was glass breaking. I didn't know what happened. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, so, so you, you okay. left off on hate speech, and then we then we heard what hate. It, well, the vast majority. <laughs> well, the vast the, the vast majority of it is hate watching. Let's let's uh, let's be honest. Hate, hate watching. Sorry. And 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 we can prove it by the fact that Amazon Prime turned off all commentary for people concerning what their thoughts on it was. They oh, literally man. turned really? off all commentary. And they did it before it even aired. Damn. Okay. Damn, Damn. that's bad. Damn. It was like, hell no. Then, then, you, then you take in consideration 
when you do the Rotten Tomatoes thing, oh, the numbers oh, keep man. changing. I've seen I've seen I've seen as high as ninety something percent, and I've seen as low as thirty nine percent. So somebody's in there playing oh. with those numbers. So, so, oh, that's so, now, rich. Now, now here's the now now yeah, here's the right. thing. Ooh. Say again. Yeah, you're right. Thirty nine percent audience score on Rotten Tomato. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, now, again, as a fan, I I have no problem. I have no problem with characters uh, being of different. Um, I guess ethnic backgrounds, for lack of a better term, different races, whatever have you may, and I and and I would dare say, speaking for everyone on the panel and in the chat, neither do you. Mm-hmm. What we have a problem with is when you race swap. That's a whole different kind of beast. Um, because if a character was white, a character is white. You don't need to make it something else. You want to make a new character that's someone of ethnic, a different ethnic background. Knock yourself out. But even when you do that. You have to keep consistent with the story and the world and the foundation that Tolkien created. Because once you do that, once you change and you step outside of that, you pull everyone immediately out of the story. Suspension of belief goes straight out the window because you're doing everything contrary to how the world is actually built. Um, And then when you start to infuse social commentary on today's society, that's it. You're lost. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you. I mean, the game's over in the first inning. It, it just is, because again, we love these properties because it gives us escapism. How is there escapism when you're bringing my world into it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're doing that yeah. with She-Hulk. I mean, but they're doing it with everything. They're doing it to everything because I, I I know somebody says something earlier about Moon Knight was really good, yeah. um, and, oh. and, and, um, and and just want to let you guys know they did that in uh, Resident Evil on Netflix too. Oh yeah, we got a top. Yeah, we got an article on that one. Don't worry, but yes, keep going. Yes, too. Okay, yeah. I'll keep that one on the low. Peace. Yeah. So um, so yeah, so 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 yeah, in 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 that respect, it's 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 how can I put it? For those of us, again, into into all these properties, we do them because it gives us a sense of satisfaction. It gives us a sense of escapism. And we are probably the most inclusive people you will ever find on the planet. We don't care what the character looks like as long as the story is good and it it makes sense. But when you intentionally come in and start to to destroy the foundation of of, of what what we've come to watch, I mean... Tolkien has had enough subtext in all his writing to talk about so many different aspects of this of the world he created as far as it goes for societies and different different um different dominions and and and, and creatures and, and 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 humanoids and all that good stuff we don't we don't need to add in the stuff from today mm-hmm. and like I said once you do you pull me out of the story because that's the whole reason I went in to escape, not to have the, not to have the real world follow with me. And again, as I've said on other channels, the writers suck. Mm-hmm. They have no skill set. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dry asked, um, you can answer this, Lawrence. Uh, what if it's okay by the Arthur, like in House of the Dragon, race swapping? Uh, what do you think on that? 
dry ass. Well, I, okay. If if the author okayed it, mm-hmm. I I have no problem with it except for one thing and one thing only. If the author okayed it, then he should be on set as a story consultant to make sure that that character is written within the confines of what he created. Mm-hmm. Because if you created a fantasy world of orcs, nobody wants to talk about race from today. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if the author says it's okay, then knock yourself out. But that author has a responsibility. If if for nobody else, he has a he or she has a responsibility to the fans that they they've acquired over the years to make sure that whatever character is created, it's done in the same manner and same fashion as any other character. We don't need a Ray to come in and be a Mary Sue because that's generally what happens. And in order, and once you do that, whether whether it be a female or someone of a different color, you they automatically start writing to diminish the original characters that were in there to make them look stupid, foolish, et cetera, and so on, for the sake of the new character to promote diversity. And 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 and, and that's that's completely, completely against you know the the foundation of the world you created. And no, George and George R. R. Martin is an idiot. So, <laughs> okay. Um, so we're gonna do a quick commercial break. We have reached our half uh, intermission. Uh, we'll be back uh, shortly, uh, within uh, three or four minutes. Uh, be sure to like the video, subscribe, and we'll be right back for more Taku Jump. All right, see y'all in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this, but there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. <laughs> But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really good, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all this stuff. Super Vegeta. Fuck, fuck. Tyrannosaurus. 
to the gaze that meets the eye. Adoken! sit in judgment of you. Oh, 
or the stone pudding or something, I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. What's going on guys taco jump episode 20 be sure to like the video subscribe if you haven't joined the discord definitely do so the links are in the description uh if you prefer other formats besides youtube you could check us out on iHeartRadio, anchor spotify google podcast stitcher radio public uh he has some other options you could check it out in the description also for next year we'll be adding a guest uh, for the podcast next year. So if you want to be added on the guest list, just be sure to contact me via email or on the Discord if you are interested in being a guest on next year's episodes of the podcast. Um, so let's go ahead and continue on. We have still a lot to cover. I uh, hope you guys had a good weekend and once again, a good Labor Day from the other weekend. Uh, here with the co-hosts, Omega, Eisen, and Lawrence. Uh, we're going to keep uh, covering on uh, more news. And also, if you haven't, check out the poll. Uh, there's a new poll I dropped on the best Xbox platform. You can still vote for that if you haven't already. So, uh, just wanted to kind of brief do a little uh, thing on D23. Uh, of course, that came out. Um, it's actually going on right now this weekend. There's a lot that's been going on uh, during D23. Uh, I got a couple of trailers. I think we had a Andor trailer uh, came out again. Um, that's coming on Disney Plus, and a couple. Uh, I forgot when it's coming out. Let's see. Should be coming. Might be coming out next month or so. It's sometime during the fall season. Uh, we had Willow trailer. We had a Willow trailer uh, that got released. Uh, we got Bad Batch season two release updates. Uh, Tales of the Jedi. That looked really cool. Um, we, got, we get to see Count Dooku when he was a Jedi. I mean, that looks kind of interesting. A little debut next month. Uh, we'll definitely do watch parties as well on Discord. Uh, Ahsoka, of course, uh, got an update. Uh, Skeleton Crew with, uh, I think that's Jude Law. Yeah, Jude, yeah, Jude Law. Um, so he's going to be in Skeleton Crew. We got, we got a little first look there. Of course, Mandalorian 3 uh, trailer and release date. Uh, can't wait for that. You know, of course, Mandalorian Season 2 was awesome, along with Season 1. Uh, there was the Indiana Jones 5 update, uh, Wakanda Forever update. Uh, we had Ironheart update, uh, confirming that uh, Anthony Ramos is playing the Hood. Okay, and Ant-Man 3 update. Uh, Rude claimed Ant-Man 3 is unlike anything we've ever seen before. He claimed it's bananas, quote. Uh, Werewolf by Night got a trailer too. I did check that out. It is coming out, um, I think October. I could be wrong though. If, oh no, no, I think it's coming out next year. I think, but um, it looked pretty cool. It has a whole different style to it as well. I uh, we also got this Secret Invasion trailer uh, that came out as well. Um, hoping that's a good show. I'm really hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping with Phase Four, you know, that they bounce back after the Shield crap. Hopefully, hopefully this will be the show, or Werewolf by Night. We'll just have to see. Uh, and then we got some updates about Armor Wars. That uh, Secret Invasion will lead into Armor Wars right after. I am really hoping that um, Armor Wars is a good show as well. I'm hoping uh, that Loki season two and Fantastic Four news. Uh, the rumors are true that Matt Scatman is indeed a directing. Fantastic Four. Uh, so there's some. Um, I got Echo coming out. Uh, Daredevil update. 
he actually came on stage to show off some new uh, Daredevil footage. And then uh, Captain America 4 will be getting a villain, uh, the leader, uh, who was a, apparently a villain in The Incredible Hulk, um, will be um, coming back into the MCU. And then we got a roster update with the Thunderbolts. That includes Yelena, Bucky, Green Guardians back, Ghosts, Taskmaster, Vol, and the U.S. Agent will be make the uh, uh, MCU's Thunderbolt team. We'll begin shooting next year. And of course, we had the Marvels. Uh, we have some Avatar announcements. Avatar 4 starting. Um, and also, there's a video game on Avatar, which I I don't know. I'm kind of not so sure about that game coming out, but we'll just have to see. But that's just a couple updates from uh, D23. Um, Isaac, any thoughts on what we've kind of been, that's been uh, announced, released during this weekend? We still got a lot more coming. I think we might get some more news probably tomorrow. But uh, anything that interest you anything from this uh d23 uh, not really so much i guess anything that interests me um um because you know most of it's pretty much it's all marvel and disney so i you know which i i tapped out on all that um mm-hmm. i don't really expect much um i expect everything to be mediocre at best <laughs> yeah i mean like you said at this point it's like there's no point getting high for anything nowadays uh, especially when it comes to Marvel, so I hear you on that. Uh, Mega, anything? Uh, any uh, any th- you're, anything you're excited for during uh, the D23 announcements? Uh, I, I'm definitely excited for um, Werewolf by Night. I want to see how that plays out. Um, I've read a couple of the comic books, and uh, it's kind of interesting, like, how he, like, went from, like, the whole bloodline and werewolf thing, and then now he's working for Shield. Um, I'm pretty sure they may not introduce that until maybe after the credits roll, because <laughs> you know how Nick Fury likes to just pop up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, I think the lists and the titles are are just trying to pay a little bit more homage to the superheroes or even the anti-heroes that we don't really get to they get overshadowed of course by the you know Marvel has its big hitters you know so mm. it is <coughs> excuse me uh it is good to see that um Marvel is trying to uh reach out to uh get them their kind of their day in the sun kind of thing going on. Uh, but yeah, the lineup, I'm excited for the Andor, though. I, w- I want to actually see if this goes anywhere. Um, Willow, to me, was an, an amazing movie. So yeah, definitely cool that they're doing a... Uh, I wonder, is this Willow 2 or would this be a Willow like redo? Like, I have no idea. So that was the older yeah. movie? Yeah, it's a it's a very uh I think it came out during the eighties or Oh, okay. Yeah. But um cool. the very first one was pretty good, so like yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um but yeah, that's my take on everything. Okay. Uh Lawrence, any uh what are your thoughts on D twenty three? Anything announcements what anything you're excited for or anything? I have no faith in any of it. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean I understand. I mean I understand. I understand. Well, I mean, <clears throat> first of all, the vast majority of stuff there, again, going back to what I said earlier, 
nothing new, nothing original. And they're trying to bait us in with nostalgia. And the truth right. be told, we've seen that for the last 10 years. Every time they do, they switch it up and screw us over after taking our money. So, no, no thank you. <laughs> and yeah, Willow was, Willow was a cute movie back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's all it ever was, cute. Damn. Not enough to get me to spend my hard-earned money. So, yeah, I have no faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Isaac, go ahead with the uh, X-Men article you had. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, basically, here in the article I, I have is uh, basically Marvel is uh, having a crossover event called the Dark Web. Basically, where the X-Men and Spider-Man are having to come together because they're having to fight um, Chasm and the Goblin Queen, which are basically uh, Ben Riley, the clone of Peter Park, and of course, Madeline Pryor, the clone of Jean Grey. Uh, basically, uh, they've got some grievances, and they're coming uh, 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 oh, uh, with Limbo, who uh, Madeline Pryor now controls. They are coming to Reed Hill on New York City and the X-Men and Spider-Man. So, um, interested to see how this will turn out. Um, uh, Madeline Pryor has always been an interesting character. Um, and um, we'll see how this goes and if they can do some decent writing with this. I, I have. This is this is out of my wheelhouse. Um, Lawrence, <laughs> I have to go to you on this one. Any thoughts on this one? Well, I'm going to assume um, Cable... And Ilyana Rasputin are probably going to be the center points of the story. Mm-hmm. Because Madeline took Limbo from Ilyana Rasputin. I'm sorry, if anybody don't know who that is, that's Colossus's little sister. And Cable is the son of Madeline and Cyclops. So I'm assuming they're going to be the center of the story. Um... Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it's looking like. They they've had some other ones to lead up to it, so it's still kind of early um, right now. Um, uh, it looks like they're trying to form it. Um, okay, it, it, you know, it pretty much looks like perfect. It, it looks personal right now, so because it's early, not sure what type of impact and what it's all culminating to exactly yet, but. Yeah, because cause there's, there's, there's no connection between Spider-Man and the X-Men, except for the fact that both Ben and Madeline are clones, and I guess they're upset because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're basically teaming up. Yeah, yeah. This is because what other right. than that, that, yeah, that's the only connection, that they're both clones. Right, other than that, right. none, none have spilled into the other space, so... Exactly. Um. Well, okay, well, again, yeah. Uh, yes, Rocky. Yes, Rocky. Eliana Rasputin is magic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Mega, do you have any thoughts on this one? Um, I I have the thought that definitely they want to. Uh, I don't know. This could just be me though, but it the clone series got way out of hand. It was just too many Spider-Mans to the point that they didn't even know where it was original. So, you know. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Ben Riley, though, is... I'm sorry, I should have clarified that. This is going to suck ass. 
<laughs> no, I, no, seriously, no. I, I should have clarified that for the for the very reason he's Omega's talking right now. Mm-hmm. For, for that very reason, it's been done to death. Sorry, I didn't yeah, they, cut you off. Man. I oh no, you it, you definitely on point about it. Yeah, let I mean, for the most part, it was just interesting to know that yes, a a diabolical villain named the Jackal cloned Spider Man once. He cloned him once, but there was of course. After that, it was just like no, he had other clones. So, it 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 was the clone saga was interesting, and I, I believe it did get out of hand. But you know what's interesting to me is that they've turned Ben Riley into now a heel again. Because well, I'm I'm sorry, no, no, uh, no, they did. I'm getting, so I'm getting mixed up uh, because Ben Riley and Kane, right? That. No, no, you know, I, you had it, no, I you think had I mixed it, right. it up. No, oh, no, okay. no, you had it right. Yeah, you had it right. You absolutely had it right. Ben oh, Riley's okay. been a hero. Ben Riley started off as a heel because he wanted to replace Peter, thinking he was the real Peter. Then he Correct. became a hero, Scarlet Spider, and now he's mm-hmm. a heel again. No, you had it right. You had it absolutely oh, okay. right. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So, yeah, um, this back and forth with, and uh, I mean, the Goblin Queen... I, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of centered it around since they are both clones. But if you look at the features of the Goblin Queen, she's a redhead. I mean, we know how all the Spider Man's got it. Oh, okay. Right. They got it in for well, you know well, what I'm saying. Well, they got on, it in for a redhead. Hold on now, they get Spider Man. You got you got Spider Man, Wolverine, and Cyclops. Oh yeah, they love yeah they love redheads too. So go go then, go team so, redheads. So, so, <laughs> right. So with so with Spider Man, it'll be a Mary Jane thing. With Cyclops right. And Wolver- with Cyclops and Wolverine, they'll look at her like she's Jean Grey because that's exactly who she is. She's a clone. Yeah, that's so, dude. Yeah. That's that's the first thing. I, I'm glad you even mentioned that. that that's why I'm thinking this is circling around too. I mean, just not based on them being. Uh, clones, but it, they might be just a, a sort of chemistry going on there. Uh, but it, the the X Men actually like might just be the cleanup of what the clone saga was. Like let's just kind of get up. You know, it's bad enough we got the multiverse Spider Man. We just gotta make way, and we gotta get these got these other clones out of here. <laughs> well, well, I mean, well, the, here's the thing that makes it. That makes it first of all the clone saga with spider-man is literally listed tied with the worst spider-man story in history <laughs> they got yeah uh, there you go because because you, you gotta remember it, it that one and it's tied with one more day when they removed the the spider-man mary jane marriage oh yeah those, those 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 two are tied for the very worst stories now the spider-man clone saga lasted practically three years worth of issues and it was horrid and at the end of it ben riley died and mm-hmm. and, and then and then they brought him back now as far as it goes for madeline Pryor, mr sinister had cloned gene gray to create her and send him back in the confused cyclops who ended up marrying her and then they gave her then they had a son Named Nathan, and Nathan grew up to become Cable. Yeah, and and you know, and, and, I actually and, and, hope and, and they that, do not and, and get rid of the story. Scarlet Spider, though. Right, like and that, I and actually that, like the Scarlet Spider, like uh, that, the Kane. Yeah. 
so 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 three years on the spider-man story i think it took five six years with the madeline Pryor story in the x-men so you have eight years of clone saga stories that were horrid why would you visit that it went bad i think this might just be a way where they can just they're trying to make up for what they did <laughs> like okay well, we'll get rid well, of all the well, no, no, no. It goes back to what I said with the with the death of Superman story. You have no original ideas, and you keep revisiting other stuff, thinking you're going to do it better, and it never works because you right. don't have the skill to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorian's uh, super chat says, uh, "Is Sony creating this as a movie? If so, then this movie is about to be ass." No, 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 no. It's not a movie. It's not becoming a movie. It's not going to be a movie. But you are. I mean, we are getting, of course, the Spider Verse. Too, which I think is going to be phenomenal off the bat. I don't care what nobody oh, says. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. We are getting that. That's true. But I, uh, yeah, we. I don't think we. Uh, I really hope that we do not see a Spider-Man clone saga movie because that, that would just, yeah, that it too much. We got the multiverse. Let yeah, it, I mean, let they already confirmed it. that Tobey Maguire <laughs> and I think um, the other dude. Well, no, wait. Uh, the other dude. They're going to be Spider-Man again in some type of shape or form. So. Uh, we're yeah, gonna Garfield. See, uh, yeah, we're gonna see him again in some type yeah. of movie or something. But we'll see. Well, they never gave him his. They never gave him his third, and fans were screaming for it. So, but one thing I gotta admit about this: the Kane Spider-Man, which is now the Scarlet Spider, is not gonna like this. And that, uh, me, uh, me personally, he he had his own kind of like. Uh, was heal and then went redemption kind of thing like you know he actually survived but i mean his abilities and his strength is like he's almost like stronger than the 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 regular peter parker <laughs> oh he is strong but it, yeah he's faster stronger he he has that what is that that weird you know how certain spider-mans do have their own kind of weird ability he has that mark of the cane kind of thing where they'll just disfigure you forever um I, well, well i guess it would just be like you just mess up your face but <laughs> but uh well, no the uh I, I did like the the kind of almost like the the team or kind of i don't know they kind of seemed like they were brothers a bit like ben riley and kane well like I, they I, had that kind of respect for each other well, i know i i know this just to just to sum it up with the X-Men, like I said, five years of the story, it wasn't the greatest story. And that story was crafted by the master of X-Men himself, Chris Claremont. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So so, so if he couldn't pull it off... <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's, you know no, I mean? there's no chance in hell you could, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So, so and, and the same thing applies with Spider-Man, because if I remember correctly, it was Roger Stern who wrote those, top-notch writer. Like I said, you got you got you you got two writers who are, who at the time they were writing had been in the business over twenty years each. So what may so if they couldn't pull it off, what makes you think you can? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's my final that's my final assessment on it. So okay, all right. So anime news. Uh, I think it's the only anime anime news we've had so far in this show. Uh, so manga undead uh, unlock receives TV animation. Uh, adaptation in 2023. The official website launched by Unlimited, produced by TMS, announced a television anime adaptation of the Undead Unlock manga on Friday. The anime series is being produced by David Production. Oh, nice. Who uh, did JoJo, 
uh, for a uh, 2020, uh, 2023 debut. Um, so, dude, there's a lot of new... Uh, we're getting a lot of new stuff next year, man. And along with this one... Uh, what was that other one? There's been a couple other ones that are really popular that are getting uh, TV uh, adaptations. Um, hopefully they do well. Uh, David Productions is good. TV pretty decent. I mean, JoJo was pretty good. Um, although, you know, the Netflix anime should be releasing them every fucking six months of the crap. But um, this is good news. I've heard of this series before. Uh, I definitely can't wait to check it out uh, next year. Um, but it seems like next year's going to be really cool stuff with uh, a lot of different animes, just like this year when it comes to next month. But um, I can't wait to see like a trailer or something like that or more uh, visuals of the characters. But uh, this is good news. Yeah. Um, I think most fans will be happy that this is getting a series. Um, Isaac, anything on this one? I don't know if you've heard of the, this uh, manga. No, I really don't have anything. Okay. Uh, make anything on this one? Um, I don't have anything, but um, seems like it. I don't know. It looks like a good read. Um, or to check it out. Um, for the most part, I won't be caring about shit. But Chainsaw Man. So anything other than that, fuck you. <laughs> like sorry. Yeah, like next, I... next month is gonna be insane. Next month <laughs> Man, is gonna be focus, like insane. Bro, like, yeah, because <laughs> next month we have uh, Gundam Mercury, Blue Luck, Chainsaw Man, Bleach, My Hero Academia. I mean, it's, it's gonna be crowded. Next, yeah, next. It's oh, Mob, Mob crowded, Psycho, yeah. Mob Psycho season three. Next uh, month. I'm I mean, so committed. I'm gonna go buy a, a chainsaw from Home Depot right now. Just that I don't watch it. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty insane. Um, but before we go into Capcom. Well, I want uh, Lawrence. Go ahead and do this. Uh, the great DC reset uh, article you got. I think you talked about it, uh, but uh, this is the other one you had. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Oh, going back to uh, David Zaslav. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, <laughs> after he got done with uh, Batgirl and all the movie stuff, mm-hmm. he quietly sent a couple of uh, personnel to the comic division and demanded of them that they turn over all the books, the sales numbers, and he wants a character Bible on each and every character in the DC Comics universe. Um, he's about to rip it apart, and he should. Um, one, of the, one of the biggest failures in comics today, um, both Marvel and DC, is that they fired all the editors that kept everything running smoothly. And they hired these kids straight out of school. And I mean, literally straight out of school with no skill set, no training. What you really have is you have the inmates running the asylum, to be quite frank. And that's how we get all this SJW and woke agenda and covers with T-shirts that says, ask me about my feminist agenda and crap like that. Um, The comic industry is broken. And I'm not much one for hope. But I would like the idea of Zaslav removing Jim Lee and Marie, and Marie Javins. Mm-hmm. Um, Marie Javins has no skill set whatsoever to do this job. She should have never got it, um, considering that they let go people who had more seniority than she did, who knew how the place ran, and they got rid of her. And I think it's all for the, for the sense of, of saving money, so to speak. Jim Lee is a very odd commodity because Jim Lee's an executive. 
<clears throat> um, he's been an executive at DC for over a decade and he didn't earn it. He got the position because that was part of the negotiation he did for selling his Wildstorm universe to them. So Wildcats and, you know, all those characters and all that muck muck. So he's an artist. That's all he's ever been. And the fact that he failed at running his own publishing company that he had to sell to DC pretty much to tell you he shouldn't be in executive position if he couldn't even run his own. Um, he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, again, the, the inmates <laughs> are running the asylum. And like I said, Jim Lee's a great artist, but that's all he's ever been. That's all he's ever been. So you need to get some real strong guidance in there. I do know that there's some rumors that have gone back and forth where there are people pushing the idea of Jim Shooter coming to DC and running it. Um, I wouldn't put much weight in it right now. Um, cause I don't see it. Um, what they did to Jim Shooter is he's pretty jaded right now to be quite fair <laughs> and then with good reason. Um, uh, Dorian, uh, no, this is not because of Ripperverse. It's, 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 it's not because of Ripperverse at all. Um, but I, I can't say that they're not paying attention to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ripperverse, now, like uh, his, his YouTube channel, man, he even go. I mean, a lot of people have been critiquing his crap, but he been, I mean, a lot of people have been coming at him, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as, like I said, as far as Eric is concerned, I, I, he is not the catalyst for this, but I'm pretty sure he, he's, he's, he's a couple of nails. <laughs> he's a couple <laughs> right. of nails. Because, I mean, you, I mean, it can't be ignored. I mean, I mean, when you have companies who sit around and brag, they have the most popular characters in the world. And when you start treating your customers like they don't count, et cetera, and so on. And then this dude who comes up out of nowhere with characters that haven't even had a history. He does over, three, what, 3.4, 3.5 million? Yeah, he's, I think and, he's and, like, and, and, yeah, 3.4, I you, think. Right. And you, you can't even sell 20,000 copies? Something's wrong with that picture. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember um, somebody had made a comment about, well, you know, he's charging 20, 30 bucks for his book and yada, 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 high prices. I say, well, yeah, but how's that any different than DC charging $10 for a 22-page comic? So, you know, it's, I mean, seriously, you you got to you got to come up with something better than that. Mm-hmm. But as far as it goes for Dave Zaslav, I knew he was I knew he was going to come for for DC Comics. I mean, there, there's no question. Uh, just by the fact that the way he talked about the movie division, about having the most popular characters, the most well known characters, et cetera, and so on. So obviously, he was going to go look at the place where those characters originated from, because before they were film, TV, and radio, they were paper. So he's he's gonna want to know what's going on. Um, what level of degree he'll make changes? Oh, that's up in the air. Um, but I think personally, mm-hmm. um, I think personally he just needs to wipe the map. He needs to go full scorched earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 my personal opinion, mm-hmm. and and by his own admission, he said these characters, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, these characters are the crown crown jewels of DC, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, okay. So, 
uh, so question for everyone, because uh, this relates to DC. Uh, there was uh, talks behind Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam, he, him being like a key uh, primary person in the direction of DC, and he's going to just like lead the way to victory for DC and all this stuff. They're going to put some really big kind of like, you're going to put a, so much, put him on a pedestal basically to save the DC uh, movie, you know, whatever. Um, do you, this sounds like bullshit to me. Uh, do y'all are y'all convinced that Dwayne Johnson's gonna be the one to save? Is Black Adam the DC movie and all this gonna save DC? Are y'all convinced by that? Uh, Eisen, go, you can go ahead. Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm the Rock, not. the Rock is a. I don't even know if he's a mediocre actor. Uh, so I don't <laughs> see it happening. Um, I mean, the only thing that can make it make this interesting. Whatsoever is if Henry Cavill shows up in the suit as Superman and they fight, and it's somewhat interesting there. But yeah, no. Okay, uh, Omega, what were you about to say after? Uh, I... Oh, I said no, definitely oh, okay. no. I did no. Black uh, Adam, he's he's a good villain. Almost even some. People wouldn't even consider him a villain. Like there, some people actually believe he is a hero. <laughs> so like, yeah, just thought, a hero to I his people. He was like you an know, anti-hero or something. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. It's just his. It was his methods of what he he was doing. But he was specifically designated not to the world, but to his people. And okay. people have an issue toward that. So. Um, <laughs> uh, what's going on? Hunter? Yeah, Hunter says it's gonna be a cash grab. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's looking like. Uh, Dorian says, um, uh, what did Dorian say? He says, uh, if they refuse to use his history, no, they'll portraying him as a superhero. Okay, yeah, go ahead, uh, Megan. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I like his take on that too. It, it does, I, I thought cash grab too, so yeah, but that, that's that's why I, I feel like, no, this. It, they could hell. They could have a freaking uh, what is that? Uh, I'm trying to think. Who is DC? Uh, I don't know. Cause like even the Flash himself, if he had movie coming out, like I, I would say, like that could be actually a a, a big turnaround. You know, like Flash is a very pivotal member of uh, an important member of the Justice League. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Lawrence. Any uh, thoughts on what do you think about Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam, and do you think he's gonna save the damn uh, DC movie uh, race or whatever it is? What, what, what do you think? Um. Well. Well, simply put, what Dwayne Johnson wants and what will be are two different things. Yeah. Um, Black Adam. Black Adam will not save anything. Um, Black Adam is a spinoff of Shazam and Shazam did decent but it didn't light any fires so I don't see why he as a matter of fact to prove the point about Dwayne Johnson thinking he's going to change everything mm-hmm. if that was the case why do they have to load it up with so many other characters why couldn't yeah, he carry it by himself that's true I mean we I mean they had to go all the way back and get Pierce Bronson to play <laughs> to play to play Dr. Fate I mean, you had to go all the way back to get the old Remington Steele and James Bond dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, Excellent. so so 
So so and and that's not counting the other characters playing Hawkman and Adam Smasher and all that muck muck. Um, look, the fact of the matter is, is that the DC um, cinematic universe is broken, point blank. Dwayne Johnson thinks he has the charisma to carry an entire universe the way Robert Downey Jr. did. He doesn't have that gravitas. He just doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. that's true. Because I, I, I don't think anybody would challenge me when I say that Robert Downey Jr. was the linchpin for the MCU. There's no question to that. Yeah, he started it. Um, like... Well, not just started it, but I mean, I mean, he's one. Of, he's he's pretty much the only character that it made no no difference what the end credits were in a movie. If he was in it, everybody got happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, we have to call it for what it is. The man did his job and he did it well. Yeah. The Rock does not have that. He doesn't have that charisma. He doesn't have that gravitas. He doesn't have that je ne crois, I guess, for <laughs> for, for lack of a better terminology. Um, and and the arrogance of him to think that he can come in and save the universe with a character that's not even widely known is mind-boggling to me. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's playing Superman. Nah, he's not. He's you not. know what I mean? I mean, he's playing Black Adam, a villain of a hero who pretends to be a hero, but is actually an anti-hero. Nobody, nobody got time for that. <laughs> no, no, nobody, nobody's got time for that. And like it was said in the chat, they're not even using his real history. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, I mean, and then on top of that, how can you have a Black Adam movie and Shazam doesn't show up? What is that about? All right. And another thing that I'm kind of like, and we'll move, I'll move on after this, is just like the marketing that's being done for Black Adam is almost like exposing that it's going to be bad. The way they're the way they're doing their marketing. It's just like, it's kind of, it's a bit too much. It's almost like um, the way, uh, I think we have an article on, um, what is it, Arkham Knights? that video game or is it Gotham Knights one of those games that comes out uh, next month it's almost like that game where the marketing is just taking over and it's like you're showing us too much that we just need to go ahead and play the game and I think with Black Adam I think you know we don't need any more damn trailers like I think they just released another one recently I'm like okay we've seen enough you know like I don't need to see anything else I don't need to see any more articles about the movie let me just watch it you know I'll go you one better I'll go you one better and what reality is the prime character not seen in the trailers? Bulk of the trailers are always showing all the members of the Justice Society of America. Yep. The bulk of them, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's not in them, but the bulk of the trailers always show everybody else more than they show him. And right. yet, and yet, you're the star of the film. You're the guy who says he's going to turn everything around. But yet you're not in. I mean, you, I mean, you're the star. The the movie's named after the character you're playing. But they spend more time showing every other character and their abilities and what they're doing than they do you. Something's wrong with that picture. Yeah, I I agree. And you know, well, well, when it comes when it comes out, you know, we'll either roast it or praise it. I mean, it's just one of the two. Well, so moving on. Um, so we got some fighting game news. Uh, so. Uh, Evo uh, happened a while ago, and uh, at Evo, they had two of the people that created Capcom vs. SNK, which is a very uh, famous uh, fighting game in the fighting game industry. Um, well praised, extremely, with Capcom vs. SNK 2. Uh, they have uh, they did some little uh, collab photos here um, during Evo. 
which a lot of people respected and you know a lot of people were kind of excited after that but then uh, according to Oda in an interview with uh, VGC the popularity of the merchandise reconfirmed that there is a huge interest in seeing Capcom vs. SNK revival in the future definitely in the future and quotes that's something that I think everybody on all sides in both parties are interested in making a reality said Oda when asked especially uh, specifically if he's interested in working on a new SNK versus Capcom title and he says especially after we saw the reaction to the Evo posters it helped us reconfirm that this is probably one of the most wanted things from the fighting game community across the entire world um, it says we have a lot of experience in crossovers with things like Akuma, Geese and Tekken, Terry and Fighting EX Lair, Terry and Super Smash Bros Ultimate and and Bicon in Samurai Showdown said Oda um, so yeah, this is definitely a possibility and just confirming that there's an interest. And of course, I mean, um, Capcom vs. SNK was a very popular game. Uh, KOF uh, 15 has been doing pretty successful. But, you know, just to have a, a decent crossover like this, I mean, we don't really get a lot of crossovers anyway when it comes to fighting games. If it's, you know, we can't even count Marvel vs. Capcom, which uh, the Infinite really sucked. So uh, it would be really refreshing to get some type of... Um, game maybe after you know everything that's been released you know just Street Fighter 6 is and um, there's another uh, uh, I think Garu I think that's that was the game that got released from the uh, the whole uh, SNK King of Fighters uh, Fatal Fury uh, side of things so I would love it I mean I'd, I'd be hella cool to get like a next gen uh, SNK versus Capcom game I mean that would be I, I mean I just imagine a roster to that shit that'd be crazy but um uh, what do you think, uh, Omega, on uh, the possibility of a uh, SNK versus Capcom coming in the future? Uh, I say bring it on. Uh, definitely, uh, everyone loves the crossovers. Um, and even shout out to uh, the uh, Mugen people. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, for the most part, yeah, uh, SNK. I think it was Capcom versus SNK two. Mm -hmm. um, that was the shit. I mean, it added. It just had so much variety of how you could actually um, tailorize your fighting style, like. Yeah, but all the also the uh, roster, like all the different groove systems and stuff like that. Yeah, the 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 groove system, I think, to me, honestly, is the best like power bar system ever. Like. If you were like a highly timed person that just depended on like parries, you you had that to go. If you just thought brute strength, you had the uh, what is it the SNK uh, uh, what is it? the Samurai Showdown mm -hmm. uh, style of fighting. So I mean, it just had, had so much to offer, and the 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 fights I always felt were never boring. Like it was uh, three on three. It wasn't any tag, but right. it was tailored, like the kind of like the SNK thing. Like you know, you got your new. You, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The teams, yeah. Yeah, the team. So, um, I I had a lot of fun online. I felt like I wasn't always just outclass. Um, but I don't know. Some season um, fighters, like you could tell, like okay, this ain't this guy's first. Rodeo, like this is gonna be a uphill battle, but um, I mean, just all all the combinations and even the specials, that that the game just had it all, even down to the music. 
Everyone, yeah, yeah. The I, soundtrack I, I, too. I honestly think everyone loved that London scene, like the the whole London. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, I don't know. Just the London, and then the, also that desert stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it was a really dope soundtrack for sure. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Isaac, anything on uh, Calco versus SNK three possibilities? No, I haven't played a fighting game in I don't know how long. So, <laughs> <laughs> no. this is y'all's wheelhouse. All right, uh, Lawrence, anything? Let me see if he'll return back. If he... uh... gonna pick Blanca. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I was on mute. I'm so sorry. I feel like uh, Lawrence is gonna it. pick I... Blanca. Yeah, no problem. Any thoughts so, on this one? No, I was gonna say I got nothing. Okay. Uh, this is a quick uh, side note. So there was a new gameplay trailer uh, from Capcom for Street Fighter VI with Kimberly and Jury. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, I think I posted it in the Discord as well. Uh, really cool. Kimberly is basically like a, a, a princess from Guy, and he had, she has some really cool moves. Uh, Jury looks really good too. So um, yeah, there was a new gameplay reveal a couple like a week ago or so. So definitely check that out. Um, definitely can't wait for Street Fighter VI. Let, let's move along. So uh, Sony and Ted, Tencent have bought over 30% of Elden Ring developer from software. It says Sony and Tencent have increased their stake in Elden Ring developer from software, now owning over 30% of the company between them. Sony now owns 14% of the company, while Tencent, uh, via its uh, SickJoy uh, subsidiary, now owns 16%. 0.25% from software clearly aims to capitalize on this increased investment with majority uh, stakeholder uh, Kadukawa issuing the following statement. It says decided to conduct a third party annulment to Six Joy within the tenant group, which has strength in its capabilities to develop and deploy mobile games and other networking technologies in the global market, including China and SSIE within Sony Group. So this basically is saying that a lot of people are investing in, in uh, from software, especially after their, their big success with Elden Ring this year, which I still think is probably going to be best RPG of the year. Um, I think best JRPG will probably go to Xenoblade 3, probably. Um, but I think RPG, I really think uh, Elden Ring is going to hold it down for this year. But we'll see. I, I mean, we've only got one quarter left of the year, but I, I just don't see anything beating this unless the because god of war would be like an action adventure game i don't think that'd be rpg so i think it's gonna just take over the the rpg realm for this year but uh good news for um from software you know getting some more investments and stuff after their big success um Isaac, any thoughts on uh, this one uh yeah I, I i i agree with you i don't see anything coming unless something just miraculous comes out there to to kind of challenge Elden Ring here at this last quarter, I don't see it. Same. Uh, Mega, anything? No, I got nothing. Okay. Uh, Lawrence, anything? Uh, no, I I swear, I when everything falls in place, I'm going to take a month off, and I'm going to get my little brother Eisen, and he's going to take me to all these games. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? I do have one thing to just say is that um, Dark Soul games are here to say, period. Oh, yeah. Elden Ring, uh, the, the 
I don't want to skip over not giving it any praise on its graphics and also its gameplay, but the customization, I believe, even jumped a lot forward from the actual um, Dark Souls genre. So, And it looks like their techniques and the spells are just astonishing. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Dark Souls, here to stay. Yeah, that's a fact. That, that's a, yeah, from software type of game. And, in, and other studios are copying their, their way of, of playstyle, too. Like... Uh, that one game, uh, Lies of uh, P, that that Pinocchio Souls game, like game, yeah. That, oh that, yeah. That game is like that's basically looks like a, a different style of Bloodborne, but it looks like it's gonna be a good game when that comes out. Um, so yep, um, from software is definitely here to stay, man. And um, I hope they keep creating more, just like Souls RPGs, like Elden Ring or Dark Souls and all that stuff. Um, it's good stuff. I mean, and the fan base loves it. I mean, um, right. They have a huge sale base. Um, but yeah, moving right along. Uh, we're doing rapid fire, by the way, so let's move right along. Uh, so I thought this one was funny as fuck. Uh, I think Omega mentioned it earlier about uh, uh, Resident <laughs> Evil. But Resident Evil, uh, uh, Lance Riddick uh, star reacts to the series cancellation. Uh, he basically did uh, Lance. Uh, this guy is well known in a lot of different movies. Uh, he's a good actor too. He's actually a good actor. Oh yeah, he's, he's um, he did. He shared like a video. This kind of like telling the fans oh you know thanks for supporting it but yeah the, the show did get canceled um isn't he uh-huh I'm, I'm i'm sorry real quick isn't he the concierge from john wick yes yes correct yeah definitely okay right on the money you got him that's right. him that's him so i'm not gonna play the video you can listen to it to yourself i don't want to get all no stupid copyright bullshit but um yeah he was just you know shouting out to showrunners cat the cast and all that stuff um i think um and I, I honestly, I'm not really too shocked that this got canceled, man. Um, based on the episode one or two I saw, I'm like, yeah, I don't see this going any further, right? So the show started on a promising note as streamed for over 72 million hours during its first week, making it the second most watched show on Netflix. But its status on the top 10 didn't last long. The show fell to number three in the second week, and then third, it had disappeared from the list completely. Um, they said they did say that this show was supposed to cover mainly the games, uh, Resident Evil, not really the movies, I guess, which I guess doesn't really matter. Uh, it says the show's audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is only 26%, with fans critiquing it for straying too far from the source material. So, <sighs> this is another L for Netflix once again, with shows being canceled. Remember, um, we had Cowboy Bebop get canceled, and now, you know, Resident Evil get canceled. And, question is i mean once again who was asking for this no fucking clue that's the thing i don't know who the fuck was asking for this shit and then for it just to land like this i mean netflix you got to be a bit more picky with what you guys try to do man when it comes to this ip shit i mean um but i mean i i could care less um any uh thoughts omega because you got brought it up earlier yeah i was just uh bringing up the fact that uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the um what what Lawrence said about like you know all the characters are now just being either uh racial swapped or gender swapped uh but yeah we got we got that uh got that um black uh Wester. Wester. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That man that shit wasn't I didn't even get to that point of the show on this that was embarrassing. Uh, when it, I seen it, I was uh, cracking up. Though like, I didn't get to the black. point, <laughs> it was it was from the jump. <laughs> it was from the jump, yeah. Like, 
Like as 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 soon as you heard it, like wait, hold on, this dude's name's Wesker. Like yes, and then, exactly. I do like how they tied it into like where it dealt with cloning. So there's like they they split the Weskers and the original Wesker now is black. But from the video games, of course, he's Caucasian, right? Right. He's Caucasian and blonde. But I don't know what who's to say that Umbrella took a direction into saying, okay, as an evil corporation, we can't look race. So we're going to we we need to okay, we're going to take you and you're going to be black men. <laughs> so, like, so, like, <laughs> so stupid. Man. Or, or look, look, we just took some of your DNA and we mixed it with the African American and now we have uh, you know, we got Black Wesker. <laughs> He's ten times faster than the original Wesker. Oh man. That's not racist. That's, so <laughs> like, <laughs> that's stereotype, right? Yeah. Uh, like if you think white Wesker is fast, oh gosh. <laughs> that's so stupid. Uh, yeah. Eddie, uh, Isaac, anything on this one? Crazy. Rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't think there's too much to go on. I, I do think that um, he is um, I think he's a good actor personally. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but um, he played himself uh, three times in this. Like, come on. <laughs> at least three. Yeah. yeah. At least three. Well, I think it was four. It ended up being four. Oh, but, uh, yeah, 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 because yeah. of the the actual original Wesker. But anyways, yeah. um, I think that um, it really doesn't matter because the series is canceled. <laughs> and I don't think it's so much more about him being a black Wesker as it is. It, it was just yeah, yeah, right. Terribly yeah. written for yeah. it, it just didn't yeah, happen. The writing was yeah, just... the writing was terrible. I think his acting was good. I, I think that it was just they didn't do anything with it mm-hmm. and to do that and only I, I I episodes, lot. Did, did, did any of you guys feel kind of like um at the whole time you're watching this you like come on please give me a chris give me a claire give me somebody somebody from stars please yeah, just I, give I, me somebody i, I, from I didn't stars. even get to that damn point i didn't even get you to didn't that get that point. <laughs> well well hell they did give you somebody from stars wesker but that's about it <laughs> that, that was it i was yeah. like damn man yeah, i mean it just goes to show how that i mean eight eight episodes ain't enough for a freaking series for a freaking season to get enough off i, I don't care what anybody says um yeah yeah true yeah more could have been done but yeah it just yeah. uh they, they did have some elements true to you know the lore but i don't know man mm-hmm. uh lawrence I'm anything just glad uh, I... oh, oh yeah me, go ahead me, lawrence anything on this one uh, we didn't get your turn uh <clears throat> so same same as before man they, they try to rewrite what's already been established mm-hmm. you can't <laughs> um well it's look this is no different than terminator it's yeah. no good without Ar- it's no good without arnold resident evil is no good without mila Jokovic. Um, it is what it is what it is what it is you know and again crappy writing people try to reinvent the wheel um, when they don't when they don't have the skill sets to even build much less rewrite something Um, does it surprise me absolutely not Um, Netflix's track track record across the board is horrible Mm -hmm. it's absolutely horrible and it seems like they're just blowing money to throw anything against the wall to see if it sticks um, we also talking about what we talked about a few minutes ago with the nostalgia thing. 
thinking you're just going to get people to come in just because Resident Evil is written on it. <laughs> and you, yeah, right. You need more. You you need more than that. You can't just slap Star Wars on it, Star Trek, Resident Evil, whatever, and think it's just going to be like that. It, it it does it doesn't work. And they know it doesn't work this way. Yeah. They know it. They, they 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 what they they what it is is they think that they're gonna they're gonna wait us out until we get so tired we have no choice but to just take whatever they give and they don't understand nerds and geeks nope. <laughs> they, they don't they they just don't because before we give you our money we'll go back and look at all the stuff we've collected over decades and revisit that before we give you our money yeah you got a track uh, record though you know, we don't forget. yeah that's what i'm saying i didn't forget cowboy bebop i remember that bullshit yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like, oh, well, you know, well, if you don't get the new comics now, you know, it'll never be like, you are aware that I got 80 years of prior history to go back over. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. so, I mean, I, I, I can re I can revisit the stuff that I never read. And, you know, and, and it's the same thing with movies and TV. Right. Which come to shove, I've got about 25 years worth of Star Trek to go back to. I got no problem. <laughs> so, so you're not gonna wait me out that's for sure mm -hmm. i guarantee you you'll age out of the system before i do so right uh dorian says that should have spent they should have spent that money on jojo steel ball run animation um you know what's interesting about that uh -huh. all, all kidding aside and and, and the, the interesting part about that is that i can take what he said and i can put it across the board the level we're at now they got me so disenfranchised i'd rather watch an animation version of whatever it is I want than a live action. Mm, yeah, that's true. And even and, and, and even that's risky because we've seen what they've done to the DC animated universe. But I'm just saying, I, I, I got more of a chance of getting at least some of what I want from the animated than any live action stuff they're doing now. This is true. This is true. All right. Moving right along. So... Uh, more good news. Uh, so Mafia devs make an offer we can't refuse and all new game. So uh, 2K Games Mafia series has been going strong for 20 years. It's been six years since the last entry, Mafia 3. Luckily for fans of the franchise, it's now been officially confirmed a new Mafia title is in development. Recently, the on the website, there was an interview with major players from throughout the series' history. Interview centers around a few members of Hangar 13, the studio behind the Mafia series. Their general manager, Roman, head of production, media director, Tomas, and game director, Alex Cox. So, a new Mafia is coming in. Uh, will be in development coming soon. Um, this is good news. I mean, the Mafia 1 and 2 were really good. I didn't really like 3 that much when it came to, like, other uh, kind of... Uh, variables in that game but gameplay wise it wasn't that bad but it wasn't the perfect game but definitely if you ever see mafia for sale on steam it's definitely worth buying guaranteed like if you get it under 30 bucks i'd say go ahead and get it like definitely but um you know it'll be interesting to see how this i guess mafia 4 i guess we could call it's going to be for next gen consoles and pc but uh, just another uh, good news about um a franchise that you know for the most part has been getting good critics for the most part um any quick thoughts on this one? Anyone? Rapid fire, anyone can go. Yeah, no, I never played Mafia, so. Oh, okay. I think I played the Mafia with um, the uh, African-American that came yeah, back from the Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Mafia 3, yeah. Yeah. Um, the very first one was pretty damn good, too. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how far you can keep going with Mafia games, though, because right. it's kind of laid out. Like, you know, like, 
Right. And I, the syndicate and cyber corporation era is here to stay. You know, the dystopian kind of cyberpunk shit. So, mm. I, I don't know. So, so, it's kind of a lackluster, but I will say their last game was amazing. So, I, I have yet to beat it, but um, it, it's it's worth playing. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely fun. Uh, Lawrence, you had anything on this one? Um, sorry, I was catching a Pokemon. Um, anyway, over here hunting while. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, so yeah. uh, I mean, technically, you're not even supposed to apologize for that. But go ahead, that's funny. <laughs> no, because I because I paused. That's why I was his ass right near the door. Get him. <laughs> but, um, Man, that's funny. But in, but in all fairness. Um, I don't know anything about the game, but uh-huh. um, just based on it being a mafia thing, I I agree with Omega. How far could you take that? Right, anyway. right. Man, dude, uh, that's funny. That was funny as shit. Damn. That well, I told funny. you guys I played Pokemon, so I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Sometimes you got to you got to catch that Bulbasaur, bro. No, it's, just, no, it's, 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 it's it's funny because of our podcast, what we're all about. That's why it's why it's so funny. Yeah. Right. It's the, only, yeah, it's, it's the only game I play, so I, you yeah, know. that's cool, man. All right, that's well, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, shout out to uh, Rocky for the membership. Thanks, thanks, thanks uh, for that. Uh, next up, uh, so Assassin's Creed Mirage got officially. Um, well, this is old, but it actually got revealed actually this weekend. Uh, there is a new trailer for it. I put it in the Discord. You can check it out if you haven't seen it. But uh, yep, uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, is the once again making an attempt to make another game. Uh, the last one being uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think was the last one, or Assassin's Creed Origin. Um, I don't really know much about this game, but I, you know, like I said, check out the trailer. You can check it out. Um, I, I'm not like it depends. Like I played Assassin's Creed, uh, Creed games, but I just never been able to beat those fucking games because they're so com- they're so damn long, you know. Especially Odyssey. Odyssey took forever. I still I after forty hours I still couldn't beat the damn game. I'm, I just quit. I'm like this too much. But um, any quick thoughts on a, a new Assassin's Creed? And are you guys excited for a new Assassin's Creed? Or well, go ahead, anyone can go. Um, again, like oh, my I, bad. Go I, ahead. I, oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't hear you. Um, no, I, I was just saying I don't, I don't have anything to add. Um, I I know Assassin's Creed's a great game from everything I heard. So. That's all I got. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. No, you get it. You get it. Okay. Um, I was just gonna say, I won't say excited. Um, I can say it's expected. They've been dropping them. Um, I just, uh, I guess I'm just wondering where they're going next if they're gonna do it. Right. Um. So that's all. Okay. And Omega. I think um, for Assassin's Creed Mirage, it's a great addition to uh, the series. Um, I never played a boring one, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Seemed like uh, uh, I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, they had the trailer up and everything, so yeah. Yeah, we'll just see. You, uh... Assassin's Creed is like one of those games where it's based on Earth. So you could just keep going to every damn location. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't. The next one could be Assassin's Creed Himalayas. Like, you know, who knows? Like, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
definitely is it's cool like uh and it gives more in depth about that deep i mean let's face it assassins have been a part of history as well we've even had famous ones so like you know yeah that's true Hey, right. hey, in all in all fairness, there'd be no history without him. In a lot of that, cases, yeah, they did. It, in in a way, they stirred history in one direction that went another direction. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So I usually don't do tech news, but I thought, why not? So uh, Apple's new iPhone 14 series starts at seven seven hundred dollars and ninety nine cents. This rounded up to eight hundred and boosts new features. So. Uh, part of the fair out event, Apple has officially announced the latest generation of the smartphone, the iPhone 14. As reports suggested, the iPhone 14 does not include a mini model. However, Apple's latest smartphones does include four models, the iPhone 14, iPhone 14 Plus, iPhone 14 Pro, and the iPhone 14 Pro Max. Golly, man. Um, so, uh, new iPhone coming out. I know some of you Apple bros are excited about this. You people who left us android dudes but it's all good um for you tech people you, you know, people who need the the newest phone i mean hey this might be something that might cast your interest or maybe you can get a deal if you have a, a previous iphone phone you want to trade it off or something you know iphone has some good deals sometimes but um you know new tech new phones i mean this age of smartphones is just whatever i mean they get released every year every six months so i'm i, I back in the day like the college days for me, I mean, when you actually cared, now it's just like whatever, you know. Who cares about getting a new phone? At least in my opinion. But for the tech dudes that or the, the phone dudes that like that shit, hey, I mean, you got a new option for you from Apple. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Quick thoughts? Apple's new iPhone? Um, only thing I gotta say is, ain't no way in hell I'm spending no damn nine hundred plus dollars on no phone. Right. Uh, I refuse. Um, I mean. I would just much rather get a PC. Yeah, well, there you go. Right. At least a bigger PC. Oh, exactly. Yeah, the cost of that you could use for a PC. True. Um, anyone else? Uh, Omega, Lawrence, anything? Before we move on? Um. Look, man. <clears throat> I got a laptop and a Magic Jack that cost me 40 bucks a month. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. 40 bu- I'm sorry. 40 bucks a year. My bad. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, so... With, with, well, I mean, Magic Jack is cheap, man. I mean, you just hmm. you just buy you just buy the thing. It's forty bucks a month. They give you your own phone number, and it hooks directly up to my laptop. So no matter where I go, I can make phone calls anywhere I want to. Uh-huh. Cool. Any anywhere I want to, as long as there's an internet connection. So between that and my laptop, I got everything that that iPhone does uh-huh. for forty bucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Right. Why, why would I? Why would I spend eight hundred dollars? Man, that's you know that's that's a couple of bills. Yeah, it's a lot of bills. That's rent. Shit. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Not for. But yeah. Okay. But but I mean between lights, cable, groceries, whatever you want to pick, man. Nah, for a phone. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, for uh, a phone, I. Oh no. I well, you know what? I recently was. Uh, talking to uh t-mobile because i've been with them for like so long um actually it's approximate i've been with t-mobile for about 17 years Mm -hmm. i can sit here and tell you that 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 i'm 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 still using a a galaxy 7 
<laughs> you still using yeah. a Galaxy Seven? I'm serious. But, I, that, uh, no, that's not that's not a joke. I, I, look, I don't I don't need all that other stuff. Look, I can access my emails. I can search uh-huh. for stuff on the internet. I can do texting, and I can take and I can take phone calls. That's it. I mean, I mean, truth tr- truth be told, phones have reached their limit on what they can do. It's true. So why keep so why keep coming out with extra stuff? I mean, I mean, what what does it matter? No matter you pay eight hundred dollars for that phone, and I'm telling you, it's not going to work any different than the old phone you had. The it is a status buy... appeal, though, too. You you got to think yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how because... the Apple, some call us a cult. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can you can make the same thing about Android. You know, it's funny. Actually, I started off with Android. My first phone. Uh, was a uh well a smartphone actually like you know the flip up phone kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah, that was yeah, starting yeah. to grow it was uh the google phone it was a g1 and i love that freaking phone the bits it it, it it was pretty cool it flipped up you work you know like it i don't know i i like the whole little flip up thing well i mean i mean but the only, google the, made the a only, really good phone <laughs> well, the, well the the only advantage that the iphone has that i'm aware uh-huh. of unless they changed unless they changed it but i do recall that i do know in order to access that phone you have to get a search warrant from apple to crack it crack open the code for cops to be able to look at it if you get arrested and stuff like that i oh, yeah, wow. the, the, yeah, yeah, and they and they've always been like that. And that's one thing I'll give Apple when it comes to privacy. They do not. Play. Yeah, they be on. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now this is where I'm gonna say their privacy shit is out the window. Now, yeah, hey, these hoes got their location on you at all times. <laughs> well, that's well, no, no, that's 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 no, 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 that's that's different. What I'm talking about is that they had arrested somebody a couple of years ago. And they wanted to access his 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 phone, and it was an Apple. He wouldn't give him the password, and the forensic scientist there couldn't get past the coding or whatever. So they went to Apple, and Apple said, "No, our privacy, yada yada, states, blah blah blah." Then they turned around and they got the entire police chief's union to start a lawsuit <laughs> to force Apple to mm-hmm. crack it open. So so, and I'm talking about in that respect. Now, if you got your location thing on, well, you're a dumbass. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's the way. I think it's the way where she can get off in there now. Well, that's and her. Have it on. Well, yeah, that's her. But, 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 but I'm like just I saying, there's holes in it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, that that story I gave you is a couple of years old, so I don't I don't know if they've changed it since then. But if mm-hmm. they didn't, if they didn't, then that's the only plus that I have for an Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, because they because they because they won't just let anybody access your phone. I that I got to give them respect for. Um, because Androids are easy to crack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but outside of that, man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't go around get, I don't go around getting new phones every time they come out. And I don't know, eight hundred dollars. Come on, man. Right, right, right. I don't know what I did right with T-Mobile, but they must like me for some reason because every new iPhone that I upgraded to, I don't know if it's because I've been with them that long or I just pay off my shit and hardly never late. But I never pay much of anything unless i want accessories for the new phone like it's just a free upgrade <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the only thing i the only thing i've had to buy is is the carry case because i've broken that's me oh, those okay. things are like but those things are like five bucks yeah <laughs> i mean i i i think now, all, all this the stuff from there. t-mobile is expensive dude like if you get a case a case of ren you about like oh no 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 i wouldn't no 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 i went on amazon bro oh you went on, okay 
Yeah, I went. I went on Amazon. Put in the type of phone I had. I, I think. I think the the highest price I ever paid was ten bucks for a case. But because gonna... my phone, but because my phone is the age it is now, they're only like five bucks. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got I always have a tendency to clip them in a certain way, on on my pocket. So when I sit, it snags and it'll snap the spring. So I think I'm, I've maybe broken. I don't know four in the last couple of years. So what twenty bucks out of the entirety of having a damn phone. It's just something about going into any place and be like, hey, I need to upgrade. Oh, okay. Well, we'll increase your bill. But you don't have to pay a damn thing. You just walk out. We will hook hook the phone up and then you're good to go. I didn't pay you. Well, like I said, said, that's not my argument. My argument is what are you upgrading? There's nothing else that can be done with the phone. Is is. It's I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, they're not. <laughs> like, 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 it's I different mean, from the one that. I well, well, I mean, I mean, but I mean, at the end Finally. of the day, but at, <laughs> but at the end, of, but at the end of the day, if you got rid of your phone now and went and bought that one, does the way you do text messages change? No. No. Do you do, do the way you place a phone call change? No. Do you do but the I, way you change? Do the way you take a picture or record something change? No. There's not. So what's the upgrade? That's that's that's, that's the point I'm making. Right, right. Lawrence, you you're forgetting it's faster. Wait, okay, wait, wait let's let's cover these, these last two. Let's, let's cover these last two articles. Let's, let's not the. Oh, I'm the, sorry. The, I'm, the sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. All right. So last two. So uh, Yasuke uh, live action adaptation coming to Netflix. Uh, so the Hollywood Reporter revealed that the star of the smash hit uh, Lupin will be taking the role of the legendary samurai and has plenty of comments to share when it comes to the project. Nick Jones Jr. was originally served as the main writer for Yasuke's anime adaptation that also aired on Netflix and returns to write writing duties here and had this to say about the new take on the old legend. And quote, getting a chance to finally bring Yasuke's legendary's true story to life has been a dream of mine ever since I served in Japan in Japan as a Marine. So uh, it says, quote, this is the perfect project for what Forrest and I strive for. Uh, the mixture of two cultures through great storytelling to bring a real life a figure to the forefront paired with incredible action and faces that represent both black and Asian heritage. So uh, Yasuke came out, I forgot what year it came out, but um, it wasn't a bad anime. Uh, I think it had a couple, not too long of a show for season one. I don't know if it'll, I don't remember if it even got a season two, but a live action uh, movie, once again, um, based on who's doing it, if, uh, oh wow, it says fellow uh, producer, Forrest Whitaker? Really? They're able to bring the table with the new project. Okay, so Forrest Whitaker's in this too. Wow. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, we'll just have to see. I want to see a trailer. That's all I'll, I'll just say about this one. Uh, whenever a trailer comes out, fine. Um, but quick thoughts, anyone? Go ahead. Um, I was just saying, uh, uh, what? Because I haven't seen it. It, it. It's a samurai base, you know, anime, right? Correct? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, I, I don't know if the anime itself was good, but um, that actually has potential just because, you know, we've had samurai movies. So um, just in essence, it's got potential to be decent, but it is shit flicks. But like I said, they did OK with uh, Roni Kenshin. So, yep, Roni Kenshin was dope. Uh, Lawrence, yeah. anything? I got I, I, nah, I got nothing. OK, Omega, anything? Mm-hmm. I wonder who's going to be the protagonist. Like, who's going to play the part of Yasuke? Uh, um, do we have any I think it's the, uh, it the, the actor from Lupin. Ooh. 
the the Nick uh the Lupin show. Um, it's like some detective show on Netflix. Yeah, that actor. Yeah, I, I never really watched that show, but it seemed like people like it. So you know what these are are ever. These are always going to be a hit or miss. Like it's hard to even just put a predict on it and just be negative and be like trash. But you know the anime was pretty damn good. I'll give respects to that. I enjoyed that anime. Once again, um, you know with Netflix, hey, if you fuck up, kind of hit. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna roast you one day. So you're gonna get that work. <laughs> so <right>. like, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So last news. I thought this would be funny. So uh, Beverly Hills Cop sequel gets a new title and adds uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Taylor Page. So the fourth installation <laughs> in Beverly Hills Cop series has been years in the making, finally has a brand new title and two major stars. So uh, it says newest installation, installation in the Beverly Hills Cop franchise has added 500 Days of Summer Joseph Whitaker. And, okay, right. According to Deadline, the two are joining the franchise regular Eddie Murphy, who will be reprising his role as Axel Foley for the Netflix sequel, which will be called Beverly Hills Cop <laughs> Axel Foley. Okay. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, production I'm is sorry, already okay. in full swing with Mark Moley directing and uh, Jerry and Chad Ullman of Jerry's uh, Berkheimer Films attached to the, pro- the produce? The product? Whatever. So, okay, so the character's called Axel, right? But the, sequ- <laughs> the sequel's called Beverly Hills Cop the main character, basically. That's the main it. character. Like, that's... <laughs> that's really stupid. Um, it just don't make sense. Like, they, says... they could have called it anything but that. <laughs> so, a new installment has taken a while to go into production. In 2021, Murphy said he'd only shoot Cop 4 if the script was great. They've been trying to do another Cop for 14 years now, he explained. But the script hasn't been right right now. So, apparently... They've been doing this for four, for almost 15 years, and now apparently the script is amazing, apparently. So the sequel is supposed to come out in 2016, but Paramount Pictures removed it from their release slate in 2015. Eh? Okay, I mean, remember what happened to, uh, what was it, uh, Come to America 2, right? Yeah. I'm guessing the same shit might happen to this. I mean... I'm getting those same vibes, too. Once again, who's asking for Beverly Hills Cop Four? Who's asking for it? First of all, five years. This said- shit's been running. What? What was it? Five years? It's been in the just work. I mean, they said they've been trying it, to do this for fourteen years. 15 oh, years. 14 15 years. Years. oh, fourteen years. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm uh, I'm wrong. Um, I miscorrect. Uh, fifteen years though, and they've been what? Right. Nah, man, this this is just this reeks of desperation. Yo, yeah, look at this. Cash like, the, the like, title, the title just looks lazy. Beverly Hills Cop, Axel. <laughs> Axel. Okay. Like, yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, man, look, too old, man, too old. Just hang, too old. Just hang it up. Yeah, uh, trying to. I think I think you're looking for a win after that terrible ass coming to America too. That shit I think. Was bad, man. It was like, bad, man. Like, don't. Yo, that was terrible. Don't okay. ruin this shit. Oh. I mean, it, it was good where it left off. Just let let it be. Go ahead, Lord. What do you think? <laughs> well, okay. I, I I was while you guys were talking, I was doing a quick read. Um, so there, it seems like they're bringing back all the originals, not just Eddie Murphy, but Judge Reinhold and John Aston, who played the the two white cops he always teams up with. 
Um, and Taylor Page is apparently playing Eddie's daughter. And they're coming to Beverly Hills to investigate police corruption in the Beverly Hills Police Department. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Eddie Murphy is 61 years old. Yeah. John John Aston is 74. That's the big Ooh. girly one. Oh, yikes. And Judge Ryan and Judge Reinhold is 65. Mm-hmm. Um dude. Yeah, it, it, smells, it, it, it smells like old man desperation. One 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 last grab. <laughs> one, one last No, I'm serious. It, one 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 more chance to get a little bit of fame, make a little bit of money real quick. You know, it, it's like I said before, man, they got nothing left but reaching back for nostalgia. I mean that's that's yeah, all they got. So are we predicting that's, that this is the... gonna be dead on arrival? Then we give McGrim baby. I don't, I don't think money. I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll be dead on arrival. I I, I don't, seriously, I don't, I don't think it'll be dead on arrival. I don't, I, I, I think again, you're talking about nostalgia. So you're talking about a lot of people in my age group who are going to go just because nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Um, then you got the other people, you know, again, hate watchers. Then you got other people like you guys' age bracket, you know, who've seen it and then they're like, oh, I want to see what he's all grown up like. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it's dead on arrival, but I don't think it'll be anything to, to write home about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it'll make a little bit of money, um, but that's all it's going to do. It's, it, again, dude, it's Beverly Hills Cop. It's, it's not like we're talking Shakespeare here. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, he, he's just trying to ride off of the so-called success of coming to America too. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, look, if the man can do it, let him do it. But like I said, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be any, any, anything spectacular. And I say that not just because of the current status of Hollywood, but it was never spectacular to begin with. <laughs> Again, yeah, we're not talking. It was, we're, we're not talking. It was more comedy yeah. than action. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's dude. It's Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're we're not looking for we're not looking for a, a, a Denzel Washington portrayal here from Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? No, we're <laughs> not. And, and I I yeah. I like I like Axel's character. I mean, it was back then he he was phenomenal. Like you know, he's a road cop out of his jurisdiction doing work, basically yeah. in another jurisdiction. I get it, but the, you know his style of of his comedy was was amazing because the the old fashioned I the banana in the tailpipe, you know, like I, we know that that would be in this one, of course. But I, fifteen years, if they didn't zero down in it on the fourth year, I'd say forget it. Just well, just well, let it know. let it remain well, I mean, in its glory. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I mean, again, we're talking Eddie Murphy, and at the end of the day, all of his characters—if you swap one out for the other—nothing's different. Axel Foley's no different than the character he played from Golden Child. I think the only character that yeah. he's ever played—I think the only character he's ever played that's been even remotely different would be—I um, can't remember the character's name—but from the movie Boomerang. Oh, I didn't. That was, oh, okay. that was yeah. yeah, yeah, that's 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 about the closest of yeah, that's the closest of him stepping out of his comfort zone of just comedy and silliness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But outside yeah. of that, I mean, everything from Vampire and Brooklyn on up and down. I mean, it's 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 Axel Foley in different outfits. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing, it's, it's, okay. nothing's different. 
though. To uh, me, anyway. Isaac, did you get your your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I already said yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, no point. All right. So yeah, yeah, no point, no, no point, no. Yeah, it's no point. No. In it. right. no point in it. No mas, no mas. No. Right. So uh, that is uh, that concludes our episode episode twenty. Uh, appreciate people in the chat. Uh, appreciate all the uh, donations. Uh, shout out to Dorian. Dorian just throwing money at us. Uh, shout out to you, Dorian. Uh, shout out to the people. Uh, Jiraiya, Rocky. Uh, saw Dusty in there. Uh, Man, tomorrow Lou was there. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to you guys coming in the chat. Um, episode twenty one will uh, be uh, later this month. Go ahead, uh, Lawrence. No, I was gonna say don't 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 forget to call out Hunter, man. And um, oh yeah, Hunter, shout out to you. And um, Hunter, yeah, uh, and uh, and Jiraiya the the Souza the Souza. Yeah, shout Sorry. out to Jiraiya. Um, and so, Dusty. Yeah, yeah, I got Dusty. He was, he was here earlier. Shout out to y'all, man. I see. Like I said, I miss. join the Discord. Join the Discord server uh, for watch parties and other stuff and updates. And uh, we'll see you guys in episode 21 uh, later. This is Lou. All right. So see y'all later. Peace out. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Adorokin! Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaf. Yo, me got it!